0: <laughs> Hello, everybody! Does it feel... Oh everybody! Does it feel like we've been doing this 15 times? I'm gonna say this is your number one podcast for original, up-to-date, no loop in here. It's, it's different every single time we do it. We don't come back in. I'm not waking up on the beach with a with a bottle in front of me. Who knows where I'm waking up today? I could have a bottle in front of me anywhere. Brad Shoemaker,
1: how are that you? Lucky guy who gets to remember from loop to loop. Also, this is your number one podcast for lasting for 15 episodes. That's
0: right. Well, wow, hopefully more. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, and <laughs> counting. Yes, that's right. That's right. Hey, every loop is another iteration. Who knows how long we've been doing this? Just, this is the 15 in this loop. Next
1: lander plus plus.
0: Alex Navarro.
2: Can't believe it's been 15 years, guys. It feels like it just like slid right on by. You know Wait, one- that
0: that joke would be funnier if it weren't actually like 15 years of podcasting. <laughs> like if we were just doing this for a year. I wasn't or two. joking. Yeah, it was, it's uh <laughs> it actually kind of has been around 15 years. Folks, this is yeah. the next Lander podcast and this is episode 15 uh for uh, September 16th. If you're listening to this on a Thursday, the day when the real loop starts, get your booties on cuz it's cold out there. Can't stop. Refer- it's really not. Stop
1: referencing Deathloop Loop. You're just gonna make me want to talk about Deathloop What else we're you got? Gonna, we're gonna, well, We are gonna talk no, about. I know, Deathloop but immediately. Today. So we're <laughs> gonna talk
0: about Deathloop We're gonna talk about uh, WarioWare, uh, which I kind of had to loop it in, Loop in its own sense. And uh, I played a little bit of uh, Lost and Random, and we'll touch on that a bit. Then we're gonna get into the news to talk about, I don't know, fun stuff like lawsuits Ooh. and uh, showcases and some other some other goodies. But first, I want to tell you uh, a little bit about uh, the state, or actually, Brad, I want to ask you a question. Oh, so is it tech related? It is a little tech related. It, okay. it is has a tech bent to it. When it, wh- wh- uh, so, I just reinstalled Windows 10. So mm-hmm. um, there was a realization we had that uh, uh, the the computer I was using for VMix was better than the computer i was using to play game more powerful than the computer i was using to play games so i've turned my uh, my one that i used to play games into the vmix machine now so that mm-hmm. that is my uh, and now i've got uh this ryzen machine as my gaming computer and right. i thought okay but i wanted to keep the hard drives the same so uh and i you know i was very nervous about like well i've got this intel chipset that i'm on this Windows install that I'm now just going to slide into this Ryzen architecture <sighs> and fingers crossed and, and mm. hope that it's uh, I've never ever um, you know uh, been I've I come from a generation the greatest generation that was scared of AMD <laughs> right uh, that was no. that, that. it's true that, everyone who fought in <laughs> World War 2 fucking
2: hates AMD was yes. scared
0: of scared of AMD um, AMD long history of maybe would seem like more complicated you had to get in a little little conflicts inside well, you know you how is it you're not
1: making your own chipsets let's say certain uh certain quibbles can arise
0: and and the, yeah so like intel always just seemed like the the more vanilla more more uh um path of least resistance but maybe not the most efficient bang for your buck path uh, mm-hmm. and then, um, when we were back at the other job, I was like, oh, I'm going to build this thread ripper machine and it's going to be this big. And that never came to fruition, but now, and then, uh, uh so, so now I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here gaming on a horizon, trying to, and it, it didn't go that well. <laughs> like it, it went okay. Like I swapped, swap, well, I swapped the drives out and then, you know, listen, we all knew that this wasn't going to be a happy marriage of, uh, just taking my old windows install and sticking it in this new, new, uh, computer. Uh, are you telling
1: me that you went Intel to AMD I on the windows install? I did. Like, I'm not even brave enough to go Intel to Intel on the same Windows install, <laughs> let alone. Just,
0: what are you doing over there? So I mean, I, it's what it's I what admire I your bravery. It's one of the reasons that thing, like, I is one of the reasons that I hadn't switched this computer out, you know, in all this time, was because I was nervous. Like, I, I, the downtime is tough. It is much easier just to to build a computer and then just have it sit and do its new thing, um, and or have redundancy. I did not want the downtime here, uh, and so I was like, oh, I'm just gonna see how long I can ride this out, and that was about 24 hours, okay. and then uh okay,
1: uh, you know, I mean, it's worth a shot. Like, there's you have nothing to lose but time and headache, right? Yeah, it's it's worth seeing if it would work, but but, it's not going to melt
2: your
0: hard drive. You just you discover there are problems
1: knowing, knowing what I know. Seems like chance of reinstall pretty high, pretty close to 100%. Pretty,
0: pretty, seems, at first things seemed okay. And then uh, I did my BIOS updates that hopefully fix some problems, you know, um, it, but that board was probably fine. Like, you know, I don't think the, mm-hmm. I don't think the board, the BIOS update was worried about the driver conflicts at that point, right? Like there's no, <laughs> the communic I don't you tell me, I don't think the communication between the BIOS and the, the uh, Intel chipset installs in Windows are going to be the conflict there.
1: Probably um, not. Yeah. Probably I, not.
0: Yeah, so I think that's not and that's not the issue. It's more of the clean Windows install. So I installed it all. Fucking ran into the only real bump in the road. And I'm going back okay. to this well. It was fun. Like Windows 10 has a pretty decent uh, restore Windows thing now built in. It's like pretty good. You know, I went for a cleaner version that maybe I had to do, but I was like, I backed up my hard drive like three times and it's cloned it's macrium reflected uh, in, uh, to other drives it is there are it, that data is there Oh, the windows store stuff <laughs> uh, so first uh, so first of all on my original drive this is okay i'm going to surf through this very quickly just so i can share my pain um my user was Vinny on my uh, original windows install on this gaming computer easy to remember it's me yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh, OK. And I have my Windows Store games installed to a separate hard drive. And Windows wants to make a folder called Vinny on that thing that, of course, you know, is private only to Windows or, you know, it's very controlled. Uh, and so then I was like, OK, I'm um, that hard drive staying in here. I'm not wiping it because um, it's got some other stuff on it. You know, it's gigs and gigs and gigs, maybe terabytes of, of games now. I go to set it up again, install the Windows again. And I install the Xbox uh, app and tell it to install games to that drive again. And I'm like, good. Just do it back in that folder. Suddenly, I see a folder called M-I-N-D-C. Mm-hmm. Mind. Mm-hmm. You know, my, of course, my, my username, a lot of places, MindCavity. Okay. It, it made a user Mind mm. in th- instead of asking for it. And now I was like, oh, my gosh, that's my Windows user. Yep uh and i looked at him of course i looked at my user folder and like that's my user folder now and not vinny anymore how do you change that well that's like a whole registry hack and like getting into there and And, and now you and now you have soiled your brand new pristine windows that's exactly right now i'm like well maybe i'll just do it again and start over i don't even i didn't change the
1: sheets you rotated the mattress you bought new pillowcases you changed the sheets yes and then you pooped in the bed.
0: Yeah. Then the dog jumped on it with muddy paws. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but like, I didn't even see the prompt for that. Like I, I didn't even see the user prompt for, Hey, for like make what, it. what should your username be? Yeah. Because at yeah. this time, this time I usually make a local user and I don't do the online thing, but this time I was like, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm going to do it online. Hopefully sync some stuff up. And, um, and that's what it, that's yes. what I got for doing that.
1: Yeah. So it will it will absolutely force a username on you based on your like Microsoft account or whatever, and your password for Windows will also be your password for your Microsoft account. Cool. It's really great. Um, <laughs>
2: it's <good> t- I, <laughs> I, while you're here, could you tell me what that password is? By any yeah, chance? Sure. Yeah. yeah it's mine. Uh,
0: <laughs> uh, it's uh. Well, now they want you to put a pin in too. So that, that happens. I could give, I
1: could give you the password, but it changes every loop. So
0: nice. Good.
1: It's only good. it's only so useful. I. You know what? My philosophy. You tell me if I'm a coward, I have just thrown in the towel and, and admitted to myself that my C drive no longer belongs to me. I well, like, but that's, like I don't even touch it. I do not touch the C who drive. Who does it belong to? Microsoft. Uh,
0: so do hey, you install you want, programs you, there? What's that? Do you install like, native, like programs? Yeah, uh, totally. You do? Okay.
1: Yeah, but you know, like the way the Windows Store like quarantines the install uh, folders and doesn't even give you permission to touch them, right? It's just it's, like, you know what? Fuck it. You win. Just. <laughs> Do what you're gonna do with my system drive. I don't care. I'm never gonna look at it again. Just fuck off.
0: But then, but then it was like the window, the games, like Sea of Thieves and Microsoft Flight Sim, are on this other drive because they're huge. And then that folder is also permissioned up the wazoo. Yep. So uh, <laughs> yes,
1: yeah, so if you're like me, you also tell yourself that a large part of your e drive no longer <laughs> belongs to you as well.
0: So what I was going to ask you is, what do you know about this Windows 11? <laughs> do we get it? Do I just do get you, off the next stop and? How do you
1: How do you feel on. about a centered start menu? I don't. How do you feel it, about you can't move it? How do you feel about uh, locking the taskbar to the bottom and never being able to move
0: it? My taskbar generally stays on the bottom. I'm okay. I'm not a side I'm not a sidebar person or anything. You'll probably like be that. fine. People, people who people I, are I are see a
2: lucky. mix of things around Windows 11 of people who just outright hate it, which I can't discern how much of that is people who just hate every new Windows revision. Which I'm I'm mostly like, like honestly I'm right there with them. I do kind of hate every Windows revision at the beginning. But I've also seen some people who've been in the beta for that thing say it's actually not that bad if you have the right specs and it runs on your PC. Yeah,
1: I I think it'll probably be fine. Um, That said, they are are sandboxing even more of the low-level OS stuff, so if Um, you don't like things being taken out of your hands, uh, maybe don't don't install Windows 11.
2: I don't trust Windows to handle most things and unfortunately, I let Windows handle most things.
0: So that's the part where it's just like, come on, man. Come on, man. Like let me let me into the computer so I can at least look in this folder without ruining ruining the permission structure of this thing. Like I I've done it before where um, I've tried to be like well I'll just change the permissions and I'll change them back so I can go in here and look around and that completely destroyed my Microsoft store to the point where like I couldn't I, I don't know if you remember Brad when I was trying to get those H.265 codecs in and like the Microsoft store was like. Oh, shit's a mess in here. I don't even know what to do. So, no, you're just not going to do it. And it's just like, well, this, now I just got to reinstall Windows or make another user account on this machine because this one is just dead to me. You know, there
1: there is a new Windows Store in Windows 11. You just reminded me, actually. Okay. Like, things Supposedly,
0: they'll get it right this time. I hope so. Y'all heard about yeah. that Linux? I do. I Go do on. like Linux. I do like Linux. There's
2: a... I don't know. <laughs> A lot of very a lot of very angry people who hate Windows keep telling me Linux is real good. Well, Make sure you can the,
0: play Psychonauts 2 on Linux, right? It's it's the year
1: for it. Proton, like in yeah. all seriousness, Proton apparently is getting very good. Hmm. Proton is the the compatibility thing that the Steam Deck is going to use to run oh, okay. Windows games on Linux. Um and there, you know, there I've, there are other kind of like direct 3d to Vulcan wrappers that, that allow things to be run on Linux. Like that stuff's getting very good. Like it's, a, I mean, I'm not, I'm not advocating anybody go out and install Linux right now. Know what you're getting into, but like playing games on Linux, kind of actually a thing now
0: playing games. Oh, well, thank you for letting me vent. It's just been my last 48 hours. If anybody caught, I was on a stream with Abby yesterday where you can see the peak frustrated me as uh, just having my webcam on in discord was causing my computer to it felt like the the usb bus was getting like if we have like seven webcams on it and it gets saturated to that point where mm-hmm. you feel the power of the computer draining out a usb cord
1: well there's your problem yeah Looks it's like he's got a bad case of bus
0: contention <laughs> yes my my bus contention and congestion possibly was uh was at fault there but that being said now, hopefully, in this reinstall, we're in a whole new... It's a, it's a little chuggy some places. I don't know. I just give me the drivers. Give me the good drivers. Just give me the drivers without the fluff. Do I need to put Intel's whole LAN support thing in here? There there are no good drivers. Can I, can I just put the drivers? I did just put the drivers. Do I need the ProSet Intel stuff? I don't think I do. I've used that stuff before for setting up, like, aggregate links. and stuff. I don't think I, that's what I'm doing I'm here. Not, I'm not that's just, not what I'm doing here. Just keep an eye on the BIOS updates. Or should I have just left it how it was and let and let both of these computers just age into uh, uh, obscurity and then just get them both replaced when the time comes and never mess with computers again?
1: That that sounds kind of liberating, actually.
0: <laughs> just let them just let them die a peaceful death and just uh, instead of being like, well, you know, it would make more sense. This is a faster thing. I don't think Vmix is using all the properties there. I, I mean, I, you know, I can tell you soon I'm coming up on year
1: six of this PC that I'm using. So. It's time.
0: Is it? No PC has ever lasted well, then you're, It sounds, it sounds like you're, you're ready to turn that computer into a Phoenix machine. It's probably time. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, computers. What, what whatever. What are they good for? Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Um, yeah. Cool.
1: except for playing death
0: loop actually, nah, actually, well, actually actually well actually, not. actually That's maybe not actually maybe that
1: one maybe not actually from what I've heard about the pc port
0: let's get into some Deathloop. death loop everybody's talking about it uh it's the game that uh uh is bringing the bringing the communities together everybody so who good. likes looping all the people the arcane people. Yeah, if you love Lupin the Third, this is the game for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, folks that like Dishonored, folks that like Lupin, uh, folks that like uh, just uh, uh, sassy, sassy writing. Folks that like loot. Uh, it's it's got a little bit of everything in there.
1: If you love Dishonored, if you love Immersive Sims and Mega Man and Groundhog Day, have we go. got the game for you?
0: So uh this one is out on uh it's a little bit of a funny story here, folks. Folks bear with me. This one is a Bethesda joint, which is owned by Microsoft, which is a PS five and PC exclusive currently. So For the year. For the year. So yeah. if you uh if you want to get in on this, you can get it on your, your PC or, or the PS five. But let me what ask we, you this. Or the PS four. Uh, oh no. Are you sure? Oh, no, is it no, is it actually no, not on no. PS4 at all? I do
1: not think I let me now now you are casting doubt on my assumptions. but I, I think it might be PS5. Yes, it, it is P, PS5 only. Okay, fair enough. Yes. Um,
0: is this is this going to be on Game Pass in a year? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. I,
1: I, they may have said that, but even if they haven't said that, <laughs> they might as well have said that. Like, okay, you know, yeah. it'll be as great as it is. I mean, it f- fucking rules, but... You know, it'll be, it will be kind of last year's news by the time it makes it to Xbox, right? So they have no, no reason not to put it on Game Pass at that point. And was, yeah. g- generally, first party, you know, Microsoft has said all first party right. Xbox releases will be. Technically, it's under Bethesda, even though they own Bethesda. So like there is maybe a, a distinction without a difference there, but it'll, it'll be on Game
2: Pass. I, that's the thing. I don't think that distinction is a difference at all by, because by they've then, already jammed a
1: yes. bunch of that Bethesda yes. stuff on the game. Almost, pass. almost all the Bethesda stuff is on there and by then they will have been you know uh, subsumed even more into the machine. Mm-hmm. So
0: so the uh, here's where I think we're at in a year. I think this game has uh, I'm surprised it didn't launch with the season pass but uh, um I bet yeah. there's some I'm surprised there's just uh, I bet there's some DLC in a year that makes this an enticing thing for Game Pass Maybe, and you buy the yeah. DLC. I bet Microsoft it, is like make some fucking DLC and launch it when this thing hits Game Pass.
1: Yeah, I mean Well, before we start
2: getting into the nature of what the DLC is, we should probably actually say what's going on in this game.
0: What's going on in this no, game? No, I said
1: it. I said it. it is versus um, yeah. plus Mega Man Plus Groundhog Day. What else do you need to know?
2: Yeah, all right, fair enough. No no other information needed. Uh, Definitely is
1: really good. Like, so it's, very, it's, it's a very
0: it's very good video game.
1: I I am like feeling obsessive about it in a way that I haven't felt about a game maybe all year, like kind of can't stop thinking about it and what I want to go do in it next.
0: Um, yeah, so I finished it. I, I, uh, I, I got the credits for it. Um, and the only thing, the only thing I would say my biggest, okay, my biggest criticism of it is, uh, it didn't wrap up. I didn't feel great when it wrapped up, but I wasn't disappointed with it. Like it just, okay. it was more meaning, of like, Oh, that's it. Huh? Meaning
1: the way that, <clears throat> excuse me, meaning the way the story resolved or like what you did at the end to.
0: No, I finish. actually really love the last, the last whole setup. It was actually the thing, like just the story, just like, okay. The, okay. Just kind of where it leaves you off where it, where it stops, you know, the game stops is just, um, you know, the game stops. It just, it just was a little like, your problem is that it stopped. Yeah, because I really, really, I played through that last sequence on my own after I had even beaten it just for funsies, uh, just huh. to keep doing it. Well, also because I wanted to try uh, and see how many different endings there might be.
1: I've got, yeah, that's a big question for me, which I know you just finished it, so you're not in a position to answer yet, but like how many different ways it can play out because it is very much a game about experimenting mm-hmm. and, and choosing your own route through things and doing things your way. But like I've I've gotten deep enough in that I think I see what the end game is yeah and I think and I think I, I can imagine why it would be fun to do that cuz I it's, think I, I think I know what the ultimate goal is to beat the game but like but again everybody's route through the, this game is going to be completely different in, ter- in terms of what order they do things in yeah it'll funnel
0: do, it'll funnel to a place where everybody's doing the same thing I think right, I don't th- right. I don't think you can actually Go out of. I don't think you can. We'll see. I don't want to talk too that, too much about yeah, it. But yeah. I don't think that you can is, go out of turn too much.
1: That is ultimately my big question about this game: is are there actually different ways to finish it, or is there just yeah. the one way? But even if there's just the one way, the the order that people get to that mm-hmm. is going to be that's going to be completely personalized because because like, okay, there are four maps, four or four times a day, and each map is different, completely different in each time of day. Right? Different mm-hmm. events right. are happening. Different layouts, different people yeah. are present like even the visual look of the, you know, the look of the map is redressed. But since you have all that choice to go to any of those at any time, like which pieces of the puzzle you unlock first are going to be totally different. So like it's, it, you've got a ton of freedom to explore and, and kind of make your way through it.
0: So, so yeah, I guess before we get into that then, so the setup for this is you play as cult, you're, you're on this Island, the Island of the rich assholes. It's basically like a fire festival, uh, uh, if it came to its natural conclusion instead of its horrible, <laughs> unnatural end, but uh, it's 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 an island that has uh, a bunch of um rich megalomaniacs, scientists, b- people who are all pretty damaged goods in some way or another, uh, but are all extremely wealthy enough to uh, either be pulled here or buy their way in, um, to this island. How many how many visionaries are there in total? Eight. Eight. I think. Eight? Yeah. Okay so a of, um, bunch of bunch of megalomaniacs, sociopaths yeah, or like, like unethical you know science above ethics kind like of they, stuff. They, and like they lean into that stuff really hard. yeah like yeah they,
1: they make it very clear like, hey, they discovered this island where they can manipulate time to live the same day over and over and become effectively immortal, and instead yeah. of trying to apply that for the greater good of humanity, they were like, oh you know, the rest of the world's falling apart, and humanity is probably going to destroy itself. <laughs> Let's just go stake out a position on this island and be immortal over here and just party until the end of time
2: yeah yeah. they made bioshocks rapture but the thing is it can't ever actually turn into rapture because everyone's just reliving the same goddamn day again yeah and, and like so it's just it can't actually go that far sideways like that, that's actually
1: one of my favorite pieces of flavor is how much everybody on that island is playing fast and loose with their own mortality mm. like you constantly run into little ambient events of people killing themselves for fun yeah like or like Uh, Not not so much themselves, but it's more like goading each other into doing stupid stuff. It's like, yeah, hey, we're going to load you into this cannon and shoot (laughs) you across the island just to see what happens, because who cares? Because we'll all be reborn again tomorrow morning. So so it's it's, it's like it's really it's really like nihilistic in a way that plays into these people being like ultra privileged, immortal assholes in 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 a really good way
0: that's an interesting conceit for the game because everybody knows they're in the time loop. Like I feel like you get a lot of games where people aren't aware of it, but everybody knows they're in the time loop. That's the, that's the key,
1: key difference from, from groundhog day is it's not just bill Murray that knows that a time loop is going on. Everybody does.
2: The the also only- well, here's I'm not far enough in to know this yet, and I don't think this will spoil anything. But I'm curious, like because the 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 very beginning premise is that Colt doesn't really remember what's going on mm-hmm. when when he when you start the game out, like he's waking up on the beach, he's not really sure what's going on. But over time, he's starting to remember more. Yeah, so. Is he unique in that regard? Like is are all the other characters that's, remembering everything that's happening from day to
1: day? That wasn't actually clear to me until like some just random dialogue happened. So so Ju- okay. you've got this nemesis Juliana who mm-hmm. like she just happened to mention like several hours into the game for me. He was like he was like, "So what's the deal here? Like only me and you remember everything from day to day, is that right?" And she was like, "Yeah, except sometimes you don't, but nobody else yeah. does." Something something like that. Like That's not super clear early on, but yeah, it's only the two of them see see an arc happening from day to day. Okay,
2: so Uh, that's that sort of explains why everyone has their positions that they are in from day to day. The rest,
1: the rest of everyone else on the island is sort of living out the same events over and over.
2: I don't know what's I don't I don't need to know any more than that. That's fine. It's just the thing is their dynamic is is interesting and fun and playful in a very
0: nasty way for the
1: most part. Like occasionally, it gets a little. I don't know if grading is the word I would use, like a real yeah. hard on the smarm between them.
0: They're, uh, like, they're metaphorically and literally sniping at each other.
1: Yes. Like I, I think like 95% of the time it works and is fun. Like every once yeah. in a while, it's just like a little too much attitude, but
0: I did hit a great part where, um, Juliana said to me at some point, I just don't have anything left to say to you. So I'm going to stop calling you. And that was, the, and that was the last call I got from, huh. from her on a, on a loop. Interesting. Uh, so yeah, I mean, that was the- went- when it would run out. That's way like, better. I assume that
2: there are specific story checks where you are going to get certain dialogue no matter what, depending yes. on where you are. Not even thing, not even but.
1: story stuff. Like interestingly, like I'm kind of I don't want to get ahead of ourselves here, but I ran the same map at the same time multiple times last night, kind of experimenting mm-hmm. with some stuff. And she actually commented on the fact that I was going after the same person over and over. Like there's a lot of dialogue in there that they wrote to cover all kinds of different situations.
0: Yeah, that that time you the the time you we played on the stream and then you killed me as Juliana was the first time Juliana had killed me. So the next time I loaded up, she was bragging about it, and my, Colt was like, "Colt was like, it's one time. You got one huh. good one in there." Okay. Uh, so I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Me. So yeah. she
1: can she she can invade your game either as a, you can set yourself to offline and like AI her will invade you, mm-hmm. or you can leave your game open. Uh, and anybody can invade you. Or friends only. Or you can leave it on friends only yeah. and then not consider that Dan Riker would be playing the game on release night. Ah, Right. When you were like, well, I put it on friends only, so nobody, who's it, who do I know that would actually come in here and grief me? Like, if anybody so, like, I got invaded and I was positive it was AI, because there's no player name. Mm-hmm. It doesn't tell you who was controlling the Juliana. I was like, boy, this AI is a lot harder than I remember. And then I totally lost all of my map progress because he smoked me. And then I saw his username afterward and I was just like, motherfucker.
2: So, there's who else would it be?
0: Of course. We should say there's an interesting thing where, because we ran into this on the stream we did, where there are a bunch of kind of rules for invading a a player where it has to be no more than five minutes into a map. Is that right? To invade something like that. You can hang out in the map. uh, I don't know for how long. I don't know if they boot you out eventually, but you can hang out there uh but you can't invade if if uh it doesn't let you if you, if somebody's been in the map for more than 5 minutes and there has to be a visionary on the map as well but the hard part is juliana's is with okay so we should say this as well in this setup where colt is now on this island um he is there to break this loop that is his main right. objective he is against everybody on the there are no friendly npcs here he is against everybody mostly juliana and she is told everybody that juliana also has this special remembering power just so so she knows what's going on here too and so she broadcasts that like hey kill cult because he's gonna ruin this party so everybody on the map is against you so when juliana invades or dan reichert as juliana invades she does not get killed by the NPCs, but if you, run, no. if you run away headlong into NPCs, they will open fire on you. So it is a very interesting mechanic. But on your side as cult, this is where the Mega Man part comes in, uh, you are collecting special powers from the visionaries that are there, and you have your own special power, which is basically two free lives. So you have the ability to resurrect... Um, it kind of does like a little time rewind thing to pull you back, but it doesn't actually rewind time. It just pulls cult back a little bit, uh, and then you can respawn twice. Yeah, uh,
1: it's kind of a kind of a Dark Souls thing. If you can go pick up the currency that you dropped where you died. Currency? Why would I need uh, currency, Brad? Because so, so it's. A, I guess this is also a rogue like kind of because you have to pick choose what you spend currency on to keep uh, items and trinkets and abilities and stuff between runs.
0: Yeah, it's, that's maybe the thing that surprised me the most when I yeah. jumped into it was, oh, there's colored loot here, and since you're in a loop... Anything that you have with you resets when you reach the end. Reach the end of the day. At the end of the loop, it'll you'll go back to your starting loadout that you had. Yeah, which Unlo- at, the,
1: at the beginning is like nothing. Like you zero. zero. You, start, you get a little machine pistol, and okay, that's it's it. like a shitty. It's a it's a shitty gray. Okay, it's a common.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a common. You get a I think a, a one trinket, which is a gray, and then I think you get a double jump, which uh, yeah. is one of your uh, abilities. Yeah, but and, it,
1: you know it is full on like blue, purple, orange, yeah. rarity kind of you know loot tier stuff going on.
0: So they give you a mechanic where you can kind of gain this currency either by killing uh, special bosses, the visionaries, or randomly collect throughout the world in special items to infuse items you want to keep at the start of your loop, which is um, awesome. So, but you know, it doesn't take you too, too long to build yourself up in a way that gets you a starting loadout that's pretty decent where you don't have to scrounge for weapons in in your first run. But that being said, and this is why I think this game is really clever that being said um the longer you go without being wiped out in a loop and killing all the visionaries the harder the game gets but you know like a rogue like the better the loot rarity gets so the longer you stay alive the more difficult the game gets but they drop better loot yeah that's they they call that loop stress i
1: think um fatigue i think i can't remember which it is but uh, uh so wait so dying does bring that back down? So I wish it, I wish I wish there was a meter or a rating or something. <laughs> I, I do wish you could see like what Weird is my time. level? What is my level of loop difficulty right now? I would like to see that quantified because I have no idea but you can kind of get a sense of it because boy am I getting smoked a lot more than I was. <laughs> I'm pretty uh, sure
0: on a on a it might be on a Juliana kill or I'm, I'm I want to say more when it says it in the tutorial stuff. It's if you get wiped, if you lose all three of your lives and you loop to the next day without you initiating the next day. So if you if you then it resets, then it doesn't reset. It'll drop oh, it, it down, it dro-
1: drops it back down. Yeah, okay. so is it that, doesn't go
0: back all the way back down.
1: Is that also why I am going back to I'm I, several times recently. I've gone back to the same map at the same time, and there's like way more booby traps and stuff around. Is that where that's coming from as well? I wonder.
0: I don't know, because there's some stuff I can't tell because you're like you said, you go to different time zone time periods in the map. And I can never remember if it's like, was this tripwire here? Or is there always a guard standing here that the thing I noticed was um they spot me way quicker now. Like mm. they, that meter, there's a little like, Hey, I'm in your visibility range. And it used to, I mean, in the beginning of the game was like, Oh, I could run, look you in the eyeballs and run away. And you still wouldn't know if I were here. Now, if they see me peek around a corner, it's like a lightning fast alarm.
1: Yeah. I've, I've had to, I've had to adjust the way I play this game. Cause I'm a meticulous stealth player. Usually like I want to do the perfect stealth run, just get in and out without anybody seeing me and just snap everybody's neck. And yeah, that becomes impossible at a certain point. Like, so you just hard are, you are just going to get spotted and you've got to make peace with the fact that you can just roll with it because like the penalties for breaking stealth generally not that big a deal other than like sometimes you'll get swarmed by 12 enemies but right like it,
0: unless you're fighting the visionary in which they might go into lockdown like yes, kind of like they, a hitman yeah level.
1: yeah totally yeah like this game has a lot in common with hitman yeah it does it really like a does. shocking amount in terms but, uh, of in terms of learning the same environments and the same sequences of events over and over, and trying to maximize your route through those, and like finding ways to disrupt the sequence sequence of events to to reveal new opportunities and stuff like that.
0: But you'll um you'll wind up in situations. Well, you you have trinkets uh, and you have ones that you can put in your weapons, like hey, better rate of fire, uh, faster reload. But you also have personal ones that you only get four slots with. And Brad, you'll be happy to know at some point I got one that basically made me silent. So I could run okay. up okay. to a person um, because I got to the point. The game got difficult enough where I'd be on a roof walking and people underneath me would start being alarmed because oh, I was like making noise on the roof, um, which is, you know, listen, guys running on the roof. That makes sense. But it got to the point where with that trinket on, uh, it was a purple one of it, and I could just run up, sprint up to a person and snap their neck and they wouldn't oh, turn around. We're
1: talking. Yeah. And that was yeah. actually really fun. And that so was, I...
0: yeah, well, no, it was, it, it made playing. So because Eventually, the the fun part for me was like, how how quickly could I do this level? How quickly could I kill Charlie and get in and out of there?
1: So, so I won't say which visionary or which time, but I feel like I kind of broke the game last night mm. because I found a specific visionary at a specific time that I got my time down from <laughs> load to load to under four minutes.
0: Oh, that's could, pretty good.
1: I could get in, go kill the person, take all their shit, and get back out in literally like three, four minutes. That's if great. You know, if you know the route, but... Yeah. So like that does exactly what we were talking about, right? If I think killing visionaries is the thing that, that boosts the loop stress faster than anything else, right?
0: That's what it says in the tutorial. That right. seems
1: like it. So if you're doing that f- every 5 minutes,
0: yeah.
1: Boy, is that going up fast. But yeah, yeah. like uh, at the same time, the stuff that this person was dropping cuz the visionaries drop a shitload of stuff. They drop a yeah. unique weapon at a really high uh, rarity and they'll drop like what, 6 or 8 Weapon and character trinkets,
0: yeah, all at all at the highest rarity, usually. and like
1: like from run to run, those were going from gray to blue to purple, like very fast. Like <laughs> yeah. I, I was uh-huh. literally just like, and you know you can sell their, you can you can uh, sacrifice their their gun every time right. because you've already got that gun. So like, I I just I I kitted my <laughs> I kitted my loadout out in like forty five minutes to what feels like end game level stuff. Also, uh, the game likes to spawn Juliana in a lot when you're doing that for some reason. I wonder if there's like. I wonder if there's like logic where it's like, Oh, if they kill a visionary that early in the level, we're just going to try to fuck with them by sending her in.
0: I wonder, Uh, I wonder if you're doing because if it's under five minutes, if you're doing it so quickly that you're getting there. I, I also had a place where I was getting there in under five minutes to take out somebody. Um, I wonder if it's the same person, uh, but cause you get, you get, dishonored blink right you get this thing right. called shift mm-hmm. and then you can get an upgrade for it did you ever try to see if they stack if the uh upgrades stack for them i, ne- I never because there's one that lets you do it again in midair and i wonder if you can stack them to do it again and again in midair mm. too i never tried. it. i always so because you get repeats when you get the upgrades and i always oh them. oh
1: oh oh sure um i don't think so i mean i think you've just got the two slots that's actually I'm, that's a good question I yeah didn't I try- could- I've gotten duplicate slabs, yeah, but I never, yeah. I never tried keeping one. I always just broke them down.
0: Yeah, and you um, get duplicate upgrades for the slabs, um, and it's weird. It, yeah. A- anyway, like uh, you can really hustle <laughs> at some yes, point when, you, when yes. you're when you're, especially if you have a trinket that increases your speed. Like you can move across those maps at speed if, yeah. um, uh, with that blink ability or the shift ability. Especially and it's if fun you, as hell. Yeah.
1: Especially if you're like if you're on a mouse and you get really good at that shift, like speed running. Parkour, speed running type stuff for this game is going to be ridiculous. Like, I'm I'm really curious yeah. to see how that stuff works yeah. out. The one the one other thing about that kind of exploity cheese thing I was doing, uh, I was shocked. So Juliana shows up with a random slab equipped every time <laughs> yeah. she invades two. to fight you. So she will drop slabs that you have not gotten legitimately mm-hmm. in the game yet. I was like, I was like, surely her drop pool is only limited to one the ones you've already found, right? Like they're not going to give you havoc when you haven't gone and killed the Visionary that gives you havoc yet, right? But sure enough. Yeah. I literally got every slab I was missing from bosses. I hadn't killed yet from her in yeah. the process yeah. of killing that other visionary over and over. It's like, it's wild. I love that about the game. I love that you can like exploit the mechanics cause it gives you that freedom of choice to, to screw around and just like min max if you want to. Well,
0: it says that on the, on the, on the like um, red thread on your mission board where it's just like, Oh, I got to get this from Charlie or Juliana if she drops yeah. it. Um, yeah. But like that's, it's, I think so. I don't think that's exploiting. I think the exploit is probably on the AI not being super great, and then setting yeah, it to yes. not be player. And because Juliana will just walk in a door, and you're just like pop, pop, yeah. pop, pop, and like I she's mean, yeah, not she, that difficult.
1: She straight up got stuck on the environment at least <laughs> once and just stood there while I killed her.
0: Yeah, she's and and it's so different than a player. A player as Juliana is menacing. It's tough. And the, oh yeah, and the AI as a player is like you hope she jumps in because I like, don't.
1: I've been invaded several times, not just by Dan. And I don't think I've killed any of the player Julianas yet. Like it's Tough. because because you can are you turn that off entirely. Yeah. Yeah. If you said, okay. well, well, not the A.I. invasions, even if you no, said. No, no,
2: I just I just mean for like live players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you say yourself okay. a single
1: player, nobody can invade your game. And the A.I. Okay. Is, is not too bad. But but, you know, you are in the middle of all the regular enemies when she comes at you and yeah. you kind of you can't stealth her like she knows where you are at all times. So you right. really just have to go guns blazing
0: when she shows up.
2: But we, the thing is, if you go a little guns blazing, you'll probably take her out pretty fast.
0: Y- yeah, like you. Yeah, like yes. she, she takes more hits. Like she has this special power, which is called masquerade, which makes her look like an NPC when she's not firing. Or but she just fires away and you, you know it's yeah. juliana as soon yeah. as you shoot and it's shoot not like her. there's an
2: npc you wouldn't be shooting anyway also well, the if way you're
0: she, doing stealth
1: the way she moves <laughs> the way she moves is very revealing because yeah. she's just hauling ass all over the place yeah and the normal npcs just patrol
0: uh, it's great though it's fun it's fun yeah. and it, when you take her out and you walk away from a level with three slabs and like 800 trinkets it's like a good haul mm-hmm. like if you if you get the slab from the visionary and you get her two slabs and you wind up with like two upgrades and a new slab. Like I was in situations early in the game where I had to ditch slab. I had too many slabs. I had to ditch them that I hadn't infused yet and pick which ones I wanted. Cause Juliana dropped two. I didn't have, and I was on a thing that was getting me, uh, um, cause you can only, you can only carry two extra slabs with you. Uh, you have three slots and one's locked. Uh, right. So you kind of have to pick and choose. Same with weapons, which is interesting. You have three weapon slots. So you have to do this bit of, um, well, it's it's a little hard to explain. So there are four times of day. So if you're in the morning, you have your loadout with your best guns. You play. Somebody drops a sick weapon. You have to decide if you want to give out one, give up one of your guns for the rest of the day because right. you won't you won't get it until you loop again, which yeah, is if interesting.
1: You, if you throw it on the ground, it's gone for the rest of that run.
0: With all the trinkets that were on yes. it, yes. Uh, hopefully yeah. you've infused them. So. Uh, think about that too don't throw yes. away trinkets though you get stuff so quickly i remember brad when you were playing you had the same thing i did which is like oh i threw away a gun with a trinket on it yes. they mess up and I, and I was a little further than you and was like don't worry you were gonna was, get so many trinkets
1: yes it was it was like the starting gray faster <laughs> reload trinket and it was the only one i had and i was like oh i lost it what yeah. fuck man that sucks and then yes like i'm just swimming in those things now
2: Yeah. So I think I I very quickly disabuse myself of this notion that I need to be precious about much of any of that stuff. Like, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just the way I'm playing, but it just feels like, you know, I can just pick shit up. I can just do what I need to do. And I'm getting through it. Like, obviously, I'm nowhere near as far as you guys are. And I'm sure having those like good ass weapons with good ass trinkets will come very much in handy when I get further. But right now, I'm just like, I'm completely devil may care, and that is actually working really nicely for me. Yeah,
1: the the impetus for me to go grind out those upgrades, which, like, was kind of counterproductive, because by doing that, I also made the game harder. But, like, it's hard. Like Vinny said, like, once that loop stress starts to go up, like, once you've killed a few visionaries without dying, like, it gets tough. I don't know if the enemies do more damage at that point, but, like, I feel like I am just getting gunned down. Yeah. When I set off an alarm and, like, eight people show up shooting me from different directions, like, you're just dead.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's hard. You and take like, damage fast. You take damage fast in the beginning, and you, you really turn into this. But also, the enemies take damage. Like they mostly go down in one or two hits, depending on the weapon. So if you're like a shotgun blast, we usually take them yeah. all down in one hit. Even oh, on the yeah. high, high difficulties, like a pistol might take four hits at range. You know, if you're if you're using a kind of um, lighter pistol. But enemies go down. But you you're mowing down people. But if you get surrounded, you're in a bad spot. But luckily, you have a ton of powers. Like you have. Yep. You have some really interesting, fun powers with interesting, fun upgrades that also, like Brad was saying, everybody's run's gonna be different, also are randomized in terms of what upgrade order you get. So, like, when Brad was playing, he got an upgrade that I hadn't gotten until way later in the game. And then, the way you mix and match, and the way the uh, powers synergize in interesting ways are rad. Like, there's one, is my favorite power in the game, I think. It's the it's the Nexus one that connects all the people. Yeah. Like, I can blink, or sorry, shift my way into a crowd of people, bomb everybody with Nexus, and just shoot one person, and then they all go down because yep. they're all connected. And yes. that works on visionaries as well. So if Wait, you're, really? oh no, yeah, so huh. if you've got if you've got if you get into a place like Charlie is one of these visionaries who's running around surrounded by other NPCs, and he's blinking all over the place, and you can Nexus him and tie him to somebody, and just shoot the person who's standing still, and they he does are, not have blink. Um and, and, yeah and it's it it's just super fun and then you have like telekinesis which is fun you have um uh uh go invisible which I thought was going to be the thing I went to but just wound up swapping out um it's, it the upgrades for it make it better but it, it gets goes pretty so good so quickly
1: I've I've got all the upgrades for it now and it gets like did borderline feels like cheating at a point
0: so i think that's the uh, thing about a good game right is when you get to a point when you're like i don't know how anybody else plays this without this loadout like this is the perfect loadout and i've had that happen to me about two or three times in this game where i'm like this is the perfect loadout and then i'll switch one thing out and be like this is the perfect yeah now
2: we got
1: it Um, it it feels like pretty much everything is viable like like, i feel like maybe carnesis is the one that feels more like a toy necessarily than like a that's the one. That's the telekinesis where you can just pick people up and throw them around. Like it's hilarious, but yeah. like that that one feels like maybe the least useful to me.
0: So the thing about that is you. The thing I found, I still don't use it that much either, but it recharges extremely quickly. Mm. It's a it's a pretty fast reload uh, on it, so you can pop it off. So if you're sprinting through a level, you can pretty much just pop people to the ground and run past them. So it's a pretty good uh, just move your butt thing but I don't use it that much either Uh, I'm mostly shift and nexus as my as my build Uh, Mm. and there are also quest weapons you get that are pretty good so outside of the random drops there are uh kind of epics for lack of a better word kind of like are unique es- yeah like yeah, legendary, kind of kind of named named weapons essentially yeah and um, and those can be pretty good um to to kit out as well so, i didn't so get any unique trinkets though
1: i had a i had a weird thing happen last night where i got the sniper rifle you showed it in the stream we yeah did. the the orange sniper rifle the kind of named one
0: the one that like juliana is holding in the promo art so she dropped it
1: Oh! Again, I already had it. In fact, I oh. killed her
0: with it. I had oh, I, wow. I had the one from the quest.
1: Like you had the one that does: if you shoot somebody, it applies bleed, and they yeah. they they it's damage over time. So I had that one, and I killed her with that one. <laughs> she dropped a, a different version of it that is pink. Oh, okay, and, and causes exploding headshots.
0: Okay, okay, so like, but it wasn't the unique one.
1: Well, it wasn't the one from the quest, but yeah. it was the same the same gun, but with a different perk on it. Interesting. So like, you can even get different variations of those legendary weapons.
0: Um. That's why. Well, that bleed is pretty good. That, yeah. Uh, that, mm-hmm. that, like you could just tag somebody in a thigh and then just, uh, watch them go down. Like I had a, I was trying to do a speed thing where I just nexused a bunch of people and then had to shoot quickly with that gun and then ran and they all lived and were running after me. And the, <laughs> the bleed hit and the whole line of them just <laughs> went down. And I just turned around and went back. Like that game has a lot of fun moments. Yes. Like that. You
1: have a lot of moments where you're just like, man, this game rules.
0: Like it says a lot about a game where they make the combat. So interesting where I forget I have a grenade most of the time. Right. Like I just, I hardly use it because the, the, it seems like the weakest thing in the game. Like I, I have so many other tools at my disposal. Uh, it, it's, it's really fun. And, uh, and it has
2: a, has a tone to it, you know, like uh, to me is very different from a lot of other arcane stuff. Like obviously they're using a lot of DNA from their other more immersive sim games in it. But like the, you know, the kind of sixty late 60s, early 70s, sort of like psychedelic mod vibe, you know, the, the constant bantering of the characters. Like I don't this might just be entering my brain because it's there's literally a thing called Aeon in the game. It's mm-hmm. like one of the science projects or whatever, but it kind of reminds me of Aeon Flux in a way. <laughs> Where it's like these two sort of dueling characters and just like this incredibly weird, debauched background where the main character just keeps dialing, dying horrible deaths over and over again. Okay. Like it has a little bit of that to me. Yeah. And like it's just, it's just, it's a neat novel approach to it, it I yeah, think.
1: Yeah. It's also, it reminds me of Singularity, that Raven game from mm. ages ago oh, yeah. on, on the 360 because the shimmering. Because, yeah there well there's a lot of like kind of dual reality stuff going on but there's also this like backdrop of like what seems like some kind of like f- fake soviet military installation like research projects lying around all over the place that this mm-hmm. like hedonist's paradise is built on top of so it's it's kind of got that vibe going on too there's actually yeah. like
0: the lore uh is good like, yeah. or, or it's interesting and you it's missable and but not you get enough of it through the main story but you um not only do you find the really fun stuff, which are the what are these idiot characters doing around with their free time, which you have to go pick up and read, but you do, <laughs> they're they're all silly and like it's worth reading the notes uh, and, and getting all that stuff. But you also get the kind of history of Blackrock, which is the island, which is is it is, they have done good work there.
1: God, yeah, they are such morons. <laughs> it's it's pretty beautiful how all of the people and their console. I mean, they fucking call themselves visionaries for God's sake, but like they just <laughs> yeah. they. Constantly are quite explicitly referring to themselves as like the best and brightest that humanity has ever produced, and yet they are all such broken fuck ups.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm like, sure you've gotten up to like, uh, like Charlie the programmer's whole thing of like what an idiot that guy is.
1: Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that part when you're chasing him around and he's like, like, somebody kill him. I can't game like this. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's, <laughs> and like, Juliana is the minder, you know, she's the one trying to make sure that because the, the whole crux of the game is if all of the visionaries die on the same day the loop ends and everybody's good time ends right so that's the
0: theory that's that's what they're that's that's what that's what you're putting into practice that's what
1: she's telling everybody and like she put out a like a do's and don'ts guide yeah of like never be in the same no two of you should ever be in the same place at the same time yes this means no having sex Right, and yet, and yet, two of them are totally boning each other,
0: and <laughs> they, and they all just, have like safe just rooms idiots. that nobody that they zero of them like. Well, not zero of them, but they, they, you know they have safe rooms they can run into that they're supposed to be like panic rooms. That like they're all just doing dumb stuff. Yeah. I feel but,
2: like one of the main guys having the same last name as the head of Twitter is not an accident, huh?
0: Mm. I hadn't considered
2: that,
1: Alexis Dorsey. Yeah. yeah.
0: He is the rich, he is just he the seemed, least scientific, just the, the he's the funder. He's he seems the, yeah. he
1: seems like maybe the worst. I haven't gone after him yet, but he seems just from his...
0: We are modern day wolves! I have heard that line so many times at night. He, he actually, I think, has the hardest level. Uh, I don't know if it's by design because it's the nighttime level, but uh, yeah. I have <laughs> I have murdered the most people on his level because every I have not made it through that thing without setting something off. I think there are obviously ways, but man getting in and out of there without getting into a kill box uh, is a tough one and there are a ton of people on that level like at that uh, yeah. at that party
1: that uh, one but, seems like the most the most hitman esque because it is like this nighttime soiree kind of situation of yeah. like high society that you need to get into and kill
0: but um, also a bunch of just a bunch of criminals out there
1: yeah like the, the point i'm at in the game like i'm fully you know like deep in at this point. So I'm, I'm at the point where I've killed most of the people, but killing them is not enough. It seems like, like you kill them the first few times to get their powers. Right. And kind of Mm -hmm. learn what their deal is. But ultimately it seems like you're going to have to kill them in a different way to truly like bunch them up and get it all done in one day. Because by default, they're not all in the same place at the same time. Right. You don't have time to do that. You've got eight
0: people to kill in four maps. Right. Four yeah. for time period, for, for, uh, for yeah. four kind opportunities. of opportunities.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, so puzzling out how to manipulate events in such a way that they are in the right place at the right time is kind of where I'm at now. And it's fascinating. I do wonder if there's exactly one way to do it though. Like,
0: yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, I think it, it definitely, it, de- it and it, and some people won't like this, but it holds your hand a lot. It gives uh, you yeah, a, yes. a marker that's like, do this, go here, do this. And I am so fucking grateful.
2: I'm for pretty that. grateful I for that. To tell too. you. I think yeah. there's enough like, al- I was watching you guys on that stream. Like you, when you were kind of rattling off of the different things to keep track of and all that stuff. And I had this like a lot, like kill bill sirens going off in the background. I was like, you were going to hate this. This is mm-hmm. too much to keep track of. There's too much going on here. You're going to lose it. It's a ton and- of information. And the thing is, I'm not again, I'm not that far in. I'm just a little bit past where the tutorial ends. But having those markers and having those leads to focus on and just like having it direct you where it, it you need to go to do whatever the thing is you want to do is just such a godsend for me because it takes a lot of that stress off. of
1: me. Yeah, and it's very aggressive about uh, if you are even close to NPCs having a conversation that is important, it'll immediately yeah. add that objective to your list of things to do. Yeah. If, like I've had that happen over and over where I didn't even hear the conversation they were having and all of a sudden it's like all of a sudden it's just a pop up. It's like Otto's workshop burns down at noon. Like yeah. this is something you should investigate. And it's like, oh, I didn't even hear that, but okay, sure.
0: If you or, say or, so. Or uh or there's um there's a, a, a lot of or a decent amount of logical leaps by Colt. Like he'll read something and then yes. uh, the clue will be like, oh, I did not get that from that at all. Like right. that is, <laughs> and he's like, just like, oh, well th- this clearly means this. I should go
1: here and check that out. I'm like, oh, like, oh, I'm glad,
0: well, glad you thought of that because thanks.
1: Thanks Cole. I guess I'll just track that and go where the objective marker says.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, and there are enough things that like Colt has to go find on his own where it's, it's okay. I, I, I didn't mind it. And there are so like, this is a uh, less of a criticism of the game than some, so, like the where it kind of leaves you at the end but uh um it's information overload and the way they parse some of that between the uh tracking the story objectives and tracking the like weapon arsenal objectives and then the hey here are all the notes you found and then hey here are all the things you could do at a given time period it didn't take me till about probably three quarters of my playthrough to finally get a handle on what it's, i want to be looking at at any given time it's so much and it's some things lot. are like You'll get a list of like, hey, here's everything that happens mid-afternoon. And you're like, cool. And then some will have a thing that's like, track it. And some will not have a diamond for tracking. And you're like, I really feel like this one should have a diamond for tracking on this one. Because Mm -mm. I'm not sure you're in a general area here. So, I don't know. It was minor. You just wind up bouncing to the wrong menu and then to the right menu uh, a decent amount. It's got a pretty good tutorial in it, too, that's kind of hidden behind a bunch of menus. If you ever wonder what a power does or or Mm -hmm. some of the, if you're looking for the loop stress and want clarity, it's like hidden behind two other menus and you have to get in there is a little weird, but it is there.
2: I will say that the the, the ramp up and the tutorializing the game, you know, people have said it takes a few hours to really kind of get out of the tutorial zone in that game. But like that tutorial time is not wasted. It does not feel like you were doing nothing for a lot of it. Like it is ramping you up in a really smart way and like again it's one of those things that like i was very grateful for because it gave me good grips on yeah. what the things i was supposed to be doing were and then it kind of sets you loose in a way that doesn't make you feel like you're like oh god the possibility space is too big what the fuck do i do
1: it is very big you're not wrong yeah there's a lot you could be doing at any one time
0: and uh for for its credit i will uh i, I have to say by the time i was done with it i think most of my questions were answered uh i had mm-hmm. still some lingering questions um some bigger ones by the end, but it wasn't a thing where I feel like they, they, I think they go out of their way to build a lore and explain what's going on because Colt by design is completely at a loss for, he, he's kind of just going on gut and instinct and yeah, um, like, hey, I guess I'm supposed to just murder these people without really knowing why. Um, and by the end, I think it is fleshed out in a way that is engaging and interesting and wants you to see what's going to happen. Uh, yeah, and not just I'm- because it's fun.
1: I've, I've broken into enough, like, labs and secret facilities at this point to start to kind of piece together what that stuff is. And, like, a lot of it, a lot of what's fun about that is that he finds that he was involved in a lot of it. Or, like, it's not even in the, just that backstory, but all over the place, yeah. he is seeing signs of the person he was before because he was in league with these assholes. Like, yeah. he was He's their the, head of security. Yeah, it's right.
2: kind of a total recall situation. Right. I don't
1: know. Right. Like, he he voluntarily decided to protect these shitheads yeah and like watching him kind of discover the nature of who he was before amnesia is like a fun part of how they peel the story back the last thing i wanted to talk about and i was gonna maybe i'll ask vinny about this is there's a ton? i'm, I'm finding more and more i'm really impressed at how dense these maps are because there's so much like side stuff scattered around in the form of like pretty arcane puzzle not, yeah, um, yeah, that's not yeah yeah good
2: good word wordplay
1: uh like pretty obscure puzzles like there's like like vending machines and like there's a quiz bot and yeah. like an automaton that does some stuff there's a lot of like things to plug batteries into there's a lot of like button operated puzzles like there's a lot of like side shit that seems like it probably is totally optional but it's all very fascinating like it's all every time you see it you go like what the hell is that you know right. like it's a lot of like it really re- create a lot of intrigue by peppering the maps with all these weird little side things that seem like they're optional. Like, did you finish a lot of those? Cause a ton of them, I have like no idea where to even start looking for the code or the, the button sequence or the answers or the, what have you.
0: Yeah. So my, my two non-spoiler things there, or I'll say three, one, I finished without, um, probably solving the majority of those. Okay. Um, Two is I never opened one delivery machine. And really, I, I still never found out how to get a delivery machine.
1: That one is the most common one. Yeah, of, uh, the most common example of what I'm talking about is like every map has at least one like delivery pod, which like I marked gather, in your
0: info. And right, it's
1: like, like like he'll he'll be like, oh, there there's an updom, there's a a, a delivery m- a machine yeah. down the alley from where my tunnel is located. And this was like what. Uh,
0: Part okay. of that, you get so many like, "Hey, this door's slightly ajar," or they're making a delivery here. Like, you get a lot of info. So some of it, yeah. I just, but those delivery machines stuck with me. Um, and the the third thing I'll say is, after you beat the game, you are a- it doesn't lock you out, so you are okay. able to go back uh, and explore that world to try and get that stuff. I was okay, worried cool. about that. It's kind of led you know, led me into the end game. That like, man, I haven't done those things, and there's so much I want to do. Should I move forward or just? take 10 hours to go explore. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but it does let you do that, which is very nice. It's just,
1: it's so satisfying learning all that stuff. Like the, like the temporal aspect of the game evokes like the best parts of like Hitman and outer wilds and stuff like that to me of like knowing not just what's going to happen, but when, Mm -hmm. and using that knowledge to your advantage to get access to things you thought you couldn't get to, you know what I mean? Just, just basic stuff, you know, it's just like, Oh, I found a note here that says that the, 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 these people borrowed the van in this garage and that they'll bring it back at, yeah, noon or in the afternoon and they said they'll leave the door cracked in case the owner needs to get in and get the key right. i was like oh that's how i get in there i just need to come back you know what i mean so, that's, so th- that's a real basic example of the type of stuff i'm talking about like finding those little details uh is super satisfying
0: they do an interesting thing with the structure of that game where you have those four opportunities to do stuff time doesn't necessarily tick forward and say you start in the morning, it won't move to afternoon until you leave the map. Uh, So you, you, you do kind of have enough time to explore those areas as to your, to your liking. You can walk into a a game mechanic trigger, which will trigger a thing that now starts going. But it, in my, this is unscientific approach those things are not necessarily happening on a clockwork schedule. They are happening on a trigger. Like you've walked into the room yeah. and now they happen, Yes, which I was confused about at first or certain things that I was like, Oh, I have to rush to go get this thing and then realize, Oh, this thing doesn't start until I walk into a room.
1: That's my guess too. And I, I think we might actually be talking about the exact same <laughs> example of like the exact same dialogue and sequence of events visibly kicks off the second yes. you like open this door. Yeah. And I think it's, yeah, they're, they're not making you rush from the start of the map to go, try to pull something off it's, which is good it's once you enter this space then you have to yes. figure out what to do quickly to stop this thing from happening
0: and i love that i think that's great and yeah. so the that's only, another hit- hitman thing uh pretty much the the only part that um get can get a little bit weird is they let you skip time periods too if you're in the morning and you got you do something and they're like they leave the door open at night and you're like oh you can just skip forward or you can go hunt down other you, you can spend some time in a map you can do whatever you want um there were times when i was at like mid-afternoon and it's like i gotta come back in the morning being like ah because you can't go backwards right and so you're like oh this was the only thing i needed to do or there was one particular instance or not spoilers but like i needed to do four of a thing to not in the morning to not have to do the day again And I I messed up and locked myself out of one. So I had to do that whole day and then do one thing in the morning to then go back to the next morning to, to do it. So I had to burn a day, which is fine. It goes pretty quickly. Yeah. Um.
1: You can I, you can skip the rest of the day if you really want. Yeah, like it's, it's it's pretty quick to just start a whole day over if you if you want to go that round.
0: And there's something they, they they do a nice thing with the presentation where it's actually pretty satisfying to make it to the end of the loop where it's like, hey, you survived the whole day. What do you want to infuse? Spend all your money. Let's go. And you know, there's Colt kind of cheering himself on in the background. You're like, I made it. Let's go. And then he wakes up again on the beach. Uh, fun game. Really nicely yeah. designed. I think I think there is a lot of room here to build on this platform. This game. Yeah. Um, especially where things move and, and like the way they play with time, there's a lot you can you can flesh out this game in a lot of interesting ways with a lot of interesting powers and other things if they want to keep moving in this direction. But they've got and, a and really in a year strong where story.
2: there's been a lot of time loop stuff. Like I feel like they have managed to stand out like they made a thing that stands alone on its own and does not just feel like kind of a like okay there's maybe one too many of these games right now like i'm i'm invested in what's going on here it feels
1: feels unique is the like to me it doesn't feel quite yes it has a ton of commonalities with different games and we've been reductive about that in spots but like it the sum of the parts is feels like something that i have not seen before in a way that is utterly fascinating
2: and they're pulling from a lot of different parts is the thing. It's not just like one or two things that you're like, okay, they combine this into a sandwich. It's like, no, they're, they're pulling from a lot of different places, and I feel like all those things are working pretty well in concert.
0: It's fun. It's it's yeah. a, It's a fun game that makes you feel like you're you're molding the game around you and uh even it's kind of had that like remember telltale would be like oh they they," it gives you the illusion of a lot of choices but uh it gives you
2: the illusion that juliana will remember
0: that (laughs) (laughs) yeah like illusion of a lot of choices but you're gonna get funneled in and the whole time it felt like i was really i mean there are a lot of systems in there that you are manipulating and breaking and 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 bending to your whim but uh by the end um by the end i was completely satisfied it's just um um i'm curious to see what other people think when they reach the, the very end of it and yeah um, and i think i i don't know if i got the actual actual ending i saw a couple of them uh but i don't know if i ever saw the like canonical one so i'll be curious to talk to people at that point too i mean i'm going to go back and play more of it i started doing the thing where i started timing how quickly i could beat it in the last um to see how fast i could actually do it just because it's freaking fun
1: yeah just, just congratulations because. you're a speedrunner now
0: yeah 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 and, like
1: right. Grinding that one visionary, like, it was, like, kind of cheesy on one level because I was just getting upgrades left and right, but, like, it, it's, by the same token, like, optimizing my route through that level and figuring out how to kill that person faster and faster every time, like, that in and of itself is very satisfying.
0: Yeah, and you see what you can get away with, right? Like, oh, yep. these NPCs never see me if I'm just this far away or whatever, yep. or whatever it is, and it's it's really... It's really fun. And you feel very powerful in it, which it helps in that game uh, until you get cornered and, it's and
1: improvisational. Like yes. you, the powers are such that you can kind of get yourself out of a tight jam, like sort of faster than you can think about it consciously. Kind of no it's bullet like, sponges. Like even yeah. on the
0: visionaries, like they go down pretty quickly yeah. Yeah. depending I mean, on if they have a power or not. But it does. Yeah. It
1: generally does the hitman thing of like bosses are just as vulnerable as regular NPCs. Yeah, yeah It's wild. Like.
0: wild. Um, yeah yeah curious to see what you guys think uh, by the end uh and uh, i think it's a it's a fantastic game
1: i had to like i had to make myself turn it off and go to sleep
0: last night which is like i can't remember the last time that happened with a game uh you guys want to take a break and we'll get to the rest of the games and then the news after sure. uh, after we come back sounds for a, like a plan a, a little loop all right we're gonna take a quick break we'll be right back This week's show is brought to you by Rocket Money. Rad shoemaker Alex Navarro. I bet you guys have subscriptions.
2: I had a lot of subscriptions. I had too many subscriptions, and at a certain point, I had to drill down. I had to. I had to focus. I had to make sure that I did not have so many subscriptions anymore.
0: You had to take time out of your day, my busy schedule, your time, which is worth more than anything. You find those subscriptions and cancel Brad shoemaker do you live a subscription lifestyle
1: i am just a walking monthly bill at this point
0: <laughs> it's the world we live in if you need help boy guys i got some uh, i got some news for you rocket money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions monitors your spending and helps you lower your bills all in one Place. says here that most people think they're spending $80 on their subscriptions, when in reality, the number is closer to 200 My god. What are we even doing? With Rocket Money, you can easily cancel the ones you don't want with just the press of a button. Rocket Money also lets you monitor all your expenses in one place, recommends custom budgets based on your past spending, and they'll even send you notifications when you've reached your spending limits. Stop wasting money on things you don't use, cancel your unwanted subscriptions, and manage your money the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com nextlander. That's rocketmoney.com slash nextlander, rocketmoney.com slash nextlander. Thanks, Rocket Money. This week's show is brought to you by Express vpn alex navarro brad shoemaker you're not gonna walk out of the house naked right
2: not if i can help it
0: you're gonna put your vpn on first
2: yeah of course of course one leg at a time like i always do
0: (laughs) express vpn is the easiest way to browse safely securely and just better I just used ExpressVPN. I was away on a trip. I've had ExpressVPN for a couple of years here. When I got on that hotel Wi Fi, I slipped right into ExpressVPN. One click, very easy, get in there, and then I was able to access the internet, let's say.
1: Yeah, th- th- mm-hmm. what, what are you doing on that vacation there? I
0: was. I had to access my GitHub account, uh-huh. and I was doing yes. some coding, and then sure. I, I used my Express VPN, and then VPN into my home computer!
1: Likely story.
0: Uh-huh. And then uh, I watched, uh, you know, I watched uh, some videos, uh, you know, and it's That's fast what they enough.
1: all it's, say.
0: It's got great speeds. It was connected very easily. I was even able to stream in HD. Problemless on the hotel Wi-Fi. And they didn't know they didn't know a damn thing. Says here you can connect to ExpressVPN and you won't even realize you have it on, which I can vouch for, it's pretty seamless. So right now, go to ExpressVPN.com slash Nextlander, and you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. That's ExpressVPN.com/slash Nextlander to get three extra months of ExpressVPN expressvpn.com slash nextlander thanks expressvpn and we are back and now it's time to talk about Deathloop I'm I'm kidding folks start of another segment I'm Mm. kidding with you there are other games that have come out Uh, the games continue so Caravella get it together just like WarioWare very nice Uh, alex you probably spent the most time in get it together a warioware tm game
2: yes this is uh the first i I forget the exact number of years but it's been a while since they've made a new warioware um i want to say it was probably one of those wii consoles maybe or a ds related thing but that uh, sounds right yeah it's been a while but, so, I, I am on record as being a WarioWare liker. I think they are fun games. I think even the bad ones, or less good ones, are still enjoyable for the most part. And I am of the mind that the WarioWare regular parts of this game seem like they are solid. Like, they are, it is the, the mini, fast, mini-games-thrown-at-you kind of style. But they tried to make this into a co-op experience. And that is, I think, where it falls apart a little bit mm-hmm now Vinny like, you've played some of this as well right like-
0: yeah so I was actually super excited like I said um on another podcast that uh I was gonna I booted this up the kids were excited we down we waited for it to download we got it we jumped into it realized I should have realized it was only two player I thought maybe it might be more it's two player and then um they kind of bounced right off of it at that first kind of boss there's like a a stage where uh, there's this boss that has spikes that mm-hmm. kind of surround parts of it. And if you hit the spike, you, you know, like WarioWare, you have to do the thing again. And, uh, they hit the spike like four times, realized that they had to kind of restart each time. And then they're like, I'll, just, I'll watch some Beyblades or something or, you know, mm. do something else. And I was bummed cause, uh, uh, I, I was thinking this was going to be it. This is going to be the, the fun times.
2: Yeah, I so Sam and my girlfriend and I have been playing it together and she's a Warrior fan too. I mean, it, we've I it, found that recent Nintendo stuff co-op wise tends to be pretty hit or miss. Mm. Uh more miss, I would say maybe lately. Uh and it did not take long. It took about 45 minutes or so before she was like, "I can't play <laughs> this game after I have worked a full day. It is Ugh. just not possible." And I tried to I've like I've been trying to figure out like is it just the design that is the problem? Is it the fact that like just the nature of it is not like the nature of WarioWare, because it's so rapid fire and because it is so reactive, trying to coordinate with another player is like too much? Mm-hmm. And I think it might be. Or at the very least, it doesn't feel like they have designed for it in a way that makes the co-op feel like it actually flows the way that a normal WarioWare session would.
1: I mean, WarioWare is a pretty demanding series when you get down to it. Yeah. Like, they kind of expect a lot of out of you fast in those games. Like, you kind of need to hit your marks.
2: And, like, the the boss fights, which, I, as far as I can tell, those are the parts that are not timed. It's like, they give you the rapid succession of minigames, right. and then you get to the boss encounter. But there is a challenge to it, and like there, usually the challenge is rooted around whatever character you've just unlocked, because the whole thing is like, Wario started a video game company, they all got sucked into the video game, the rogues gallery of people who hang out with Wario, where for completely indecipherable reasons are the people you are unlocking, and they all have their own ability that kind of goes into that stuff.
1: Oh, so War- Wario-, Wario is making a roguelike, huh?
2: Yeah, pretty much. And... So the, the thing is, like, the different character abilities are, like, fine, but the way, is it, like, some of these levels and the way they're, they're built around that stuff, like, what they have you doing in each section of challenge is that you pick a team of three characters. There's one that you're locked into no matter what, because that's the one you're unlocking, and then you can choose from the rest of the team, whatever it is. And Wario wears, Wario's is that he flies around and then he can dash and hit a thing. Uh there's a guy who doesn't really move but he shoots a thing out like a, a an object out they can either donut. D- it can either knock a thing out or he can hit a ring and that will like suck him up to the ring if he needs to to traverse something The problem is the variety of abilities some mini games they just don't work like some <laughs> of those characters just don't work well and you don't know what games you're going to get beforehand so picking a character like you can kind of rely on like okay usually I know what to do with this character But sometimes they'll throw you a thing and it's just like, I have no idea what the fuck this is. I don't know how I was supposed to do that with that character. And then when you get to those boss encounters, like, they're not bad. But some of them just don't feel two-player ready. Mm. Like, there's one that is, you unlock, like, there's actually, my favorite series of minigames so far is one that is all backgrounded with Nintendo games. Like, there's a Fire Emblem minigame, there's a Zelda minigame, you know, like, it's all just, like, Nintendo stuff. But the last one is an extended Mario level, like a a Super Mario World-looking level. And the character you're using is in a little car that can only go back and forth. You can't steer it other than that. And he shoots a yo-yo out to, like, collect things and to knock things. On its own, it's challenging, but, like, doable. Trying to coordinate that with two people where you're essentially having to, like, you know, who's gonna hit the yo-yo here? You have to knock those, like, moving blocks, like the ones that rotate... That, like, you know, create a sol- solid platform when they're not rotating, but then you can jump up through them. Like, trying to do all of that with two people just sucks. It just sucks.
0: Yeah, that's kind of a, uh, it's, it's a little unforgiving.
2: Yeah, in a way that, like, and again, I don't mind a little bit of unforgivingness in Worryware because it is really just about rapid fire reaction. But, like, when you were designing this as a co-op experience, it really just doesn't feel like it's built for it.
1: I mean, you know, like WarioWare is a, is traditionally is a series of rapid fire failure states, right? Right. But, like the when it's just you failing. Yeah. Like, that's OK. You know, like, it's yeah. like, all right, fine. I screwed that up. I'll do better this time. But like spreading that potential for a roadblock, for creating a, a roadblock by failing at something across multiple people with different <laughs> skill levels just seems like a recipe for somebody feeling sad. Totally.
0: Yeah, and that's what happened with my kids I think. Like they were okay failing at the stuff and just moving on to the next thing. Like, oh, you fail at it. It's so fast. 5 seconds you fail, you move right. to the next thing. When we hit the boss and it was like you know, they messed up like 5 times and it's like, "Okay, and well now we have to do it again." I think they were like, I think this yeah, is one time too many.
1: That's rough. How how much of this game can be played by yourself?
2: I think you can play the whole thing by yourself if you want. Okay. Like there's yep. a, like it's just a menu setting. Like you basically, you know, is there a second controller signed in or not.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, I, I haven't tried it single player yet. I I was got really too bummed that I'll try it again with my son. I think he might he might jump into it again. My daughter was just like put the controller down, and walked away. Like we're we're done here.
2: And I want to be clear, like it, multiplayer Warrior Wear can be very fun, but it's usually it's when it's competitive. And you know, I just I think as a co op experience, like it just doesn't feel fully baked.
0: Mm. Which has yeah. kind of
2: been my problem with some recent Nintendo stuff, like the the Yoshi co op. You remember that, Vinny? Like that stuff was yeah. not. Particularly well designed, and it just it feels like they are trying to jam co op into some of these experiences without really having a good idea of what they're going to do with it.
0: Some of their things, like uh the in Mario Odyssey, I appreciate what they did there. Is it fun? I don't know, but I, I liked what yeah. they were trying there. uh You know, did it lead to more frustration than fun? But my kids really appreciate it, being able to have me in there, and like they really appreciate when a game does have co op, whether it's fun. Whether it does the Pixar thing of, like, this is fun for the kids and fun Mm -hmm. for the adults. Like, the adults will get joy out of this. I don't know. And this one, I'll I'll go back into this one spend some more time in it. But uh, my initial (laughs) reaction was, Wario wears fun when it keeps moving. And Mm -hmm. when it grinds to a halt, I don't think it's, I don't think, I think it loses that magic. It's like a shark. It's only living when it it has to keep moving, you know? Uh,
1: Wario is definitely a shark.
0: (laughs) Oh, definitely. Uh, but it, like I, I initially was like, "Wow, look at these different characters! This is going to be awesome!" And then, um, yeah, and it was the it, boss stuff.
2: Some of those characters are also just not that much fun to use. So is that I'm, right? Okay. I don't know. Like I just and maybe I'm just being picky, but like I, I felt like some of those characters, their abilities just did not feel useful to me outside of the very specific context of the levels that are built for them. Mm. So I don't know. Like it, it's. I I I think there are some really fun mini games in there. I think there's some stuff in there that is that is decent. But like as a co op experience, I was kind of bummed out about it. I'm
1: trying to think, like, what is Nintendo put out this year? Like, Mario Golf. I'm trying to like golf was kind of tepidly received, right? Yeah,
2: um, it, it's it's not great.
1: Like like New Pokemon Snap, people seem to like pretty well. Um, and
2: that I mean that I don't know if people are still playing it, but that Pokemoba was doing sure. pretty well for that. Sure, yeah.
1: That, that's out on mobile now as yeah. well, so that's, that's kind of spread around a little bit, but I'm just kind of thinking like Nintendo first-party Switch exclusives this year. It feels like kind of an off year. Well, they've got that bit. Metroid game coming soon. Yeah, Metroid, Metroid looks pretty good. Like, yeah. I, I can see that kind of pulling it out, but Switch, I don't know. Switch feels it like does feel kind like of they're a weird, in a lull. A weird place right now.
2: Which Been is funny because like they're taking like they are putting out some stuff that people have wanted. You know, like right. a new Mario Golf was definitely a thing people wanted. Like a new totally. WarioWare like a was new totally Wario a thing War people wanted.
1: It's huge, right? Yeah. but
0: I mean this this for for me, I'll, I'll go back in, Alex. It sounds like it doesn't kind of resolve. It sounds like the things, the problems I'm having continue to have. But uh. like
2: I'm looking forward to going back and just spending some time in that game solo because I just yeah. I I I think Sam will just be continually bummed <laughs> out if we keep trying to play that together.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, I I think that new Metroid will show well on that new switch, but otherwise it kind of feels like a strange time to be putting out a new switch. Like,
2: yeah, there just isn't a game to support it right now, like
1: like, like a new switch that they're getting behind, you know, like they're putting all kinds of like flashy promo videos out there about like Nintendo switch OLED model. Like it's not, this is not like something they are just sort of sneaking out the door as like a stealth revision. Like there's a push behind it. Which is
2: weird considering how little (laughs) actual new stuff is in that
1: system. Yeah, like the lineup. The lineup this year, I don't know, man. Like like if Zelda had made it this year, this would be a totally different conversation, but... Yeah,
2: I mean, and then also that Mario DLC that uh, that's uh, the Odyssey it was the the Bowser's Fury thing. Oh that yes, came out yes, this year.
1: God, that's right. Man, that feels like a different lifetime. Jeez. Oh, that does feel it like
2: does. A and also that thing was neat, but it was also slight.
1: Like there wasn't. Oh, like, huge... I love that. that no, it's great.
2: Like... It's fun. It's just it's not like a big thing. It's just no. like it was kind of a neat experiment they put out. That was fun.
1: I kind of I kind of appreciated how like. I think it's bigger than bite size, but it's definitely like a self-contained little thing. Now, there was yeah. a lot in there though. Like there was a lot packed into that map. I had a great time with that thing.
2: It's fun. It's it's uh, like, I'm not dissing it in any way, shape, or form. It's just it it's not like a marquee Nintendo release. It was just hey, like, hey, here's this thing you weren't expecting.
0: That uh they have that Luigi for the Lego Mario that uh mm-hmm. that's uh out there. That Lego Mario stuff. I not so much. I kind of don't get it. I don't know. Like you build the Lego thing and then you jump Mario around, and it's got its RFID tag stuff to know, or whatever sensor it's using, near field stuff to know that it's on a plant or it's on a mushroom, and then Mario's—I don't. Know, maybe I'm too, I like fun. I don't know. My my kid has this. Whoa there, whoa, buddy. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. not make any. Can you really say that? Let's not it's, make
1: any statements. We can't back up.
0: I always, I feel, sometimes feel like little curmud- like people have a real Nintendo they give Nintendo a pass and think that everything Nintendo is supposed to be fun. If you don't like it, then you hate fun. Like Lobo, like remember Lobo. And it was like, I was like, man, I don't know. There's a bunch of other kids toys that do this cardboard thing better. And people like, you
1: just, you just hate
0: fun. And
1: at least it recycles. Well,
0: does it though like who knows it's probably sitting in the trash somewhere like it's probably coated with <laughs> enough <laughs> <laughs> you,
1: should, you should take your labo and compost your garden with it yeah like should try spy, it and see if it's biodegradable
0: i don't know like a li- labo the idea is neat but like uh how many how many people are playing piano labo these days all right i mean like one even, or two. even
1: more more recently than labo like the the game maker studio stuff came out like three four months ago and like that feels like it really came and went as well very much sure.
0: so people weren't really talking about that one and uh anyway nintendo does put out amazing product this one I, I'll, again I'll, I'll go a little bit longer into it we'll see i'll see if i can get my rope my son into it because i think my daughter's just done on it uh, i was yeah. really really hoping they'd be into it but um yeah.
2: and again i'll no, say sure. it again it is not a terrible wario ware game it is just if you are planning on playing that with another person beware that it may not be a particularly rewarding or fun experience for you
0: <laughs> yeah yeah make sure you guys are simpatico on that one that's out i also now, should see
2: that's... if the comp- if there's like competitive multiplayer because like I- that might actually just be more fun
0: that's the part that's in smash brothers i don't know if those warioware levels where you know it's like hold still yeah that's where my kids knew warioware from when they jumped into this that's uh 50 bucks out now on the switch um game that I played a little bit of Um, did not expect this one to come in at 30 I guess I maybe I didn't do my homework but Lost in Random uh, released and that's on PS4, Xbox One PC and Switch which um, when I was looking at this uh, on their website it had PS4, Xbox One PC and then had a thing at the bottom that said also on Switch. It's like oh there's on Switch if you wanted. Maybe
1: you know what you're getting (laughs) into considering Mm -hmm. how a lot of games run on Switch these days.
0: Um and so the Lost in Randoms that very Tim Burton-esque looking uh game uh to a fault I might say to a fa- like cribbing a little too much but it, it is charming and it has that it it just seems like it needs to pay credit there somewhere. Like it's mm. so on the nose, nightmare uh, before Christmas that it maybe is a little too much.
2: Okay, but, but here's think, my question to you though: is yeah. that is that actually still Tim Burton style? Because these days, Tim Burton style is terrible CG.
1: Like I well yes, there is that. Also, I was going to say like, do you think Psychonauts has a little bit of that? At least in the character design, like the way the. Sure. the some of the faces are proportioned, feels yeah. very Tim Burton to me.
0: Uneven yeah. eyeballs and the whole thing. Yeah.
1: Like,
2: but it was yeah, also like, that way in two thousand four, or whatever, when that game came out.
0: I'm right. not saying that you person. don't get influenced by stuff, or but I just when you when you boot this thing up, it's even <sighs> got like stitching on the like joints of the the characters, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's like you know put together.
1: It's a fine, it's a, it's a fine line between homage and infringement.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. And I listen, I, I'm not trying to knock the artist and stuff. Like I said, it's well, well, well done. Almost. I think maybe it's too well done. It's Ooh. too well done where it's like, oh, okay. It's got it's it's got charm to it. It's nice. The, the, the presentation, I think, works really well. The gameplay is um, is is what's kind of on the tin. It's lost in random. You have this uh, die on your back. that you roll. Uh, and when you roll it, you get a, a certain amount of points you can use to play a card. Each card has a certain value to it. So um, you have a deck of cards, and let's say you have five of them. Some are one, some are fo- uh, some are two, some are zero. And you roll your die at certain points, and you get two. That means you can play a card that is uh, of a value of two or you can play a car, two cards that are one, right? So that's how the card thing works. And to unlock your deck each time you want to roll, basically to unlock a roll, you have to hit character weak points to generate gems. So you're in a battle. Characters have these crystals on them. You shoot the crystals. They drop crystals. You gather them. Eventually, you get a chance to roll your die. And the things you unlock with the cards, I'm pretty early on, only a couple hours in, but it's like a better weapon for a limited time or um, a bomb or other abilities. You can also... Really? dodge through enemies to generate okay so
1: you're, like, you're still doing action stuff on top of the cards and dice right
0: Oh, the the cards just generate like a uh, like a weapon that you then have to be kinetic with. That you have to okay, like yeah, okay. you have to. It's a it's an action adventure game for sure. It's not it's
1: not just going into JRPG combat of like now no. these cards to kill this enemy.
0: Okay. No, no, certainly not. Like you you kind of pause time to do the card thing in this kind of um, uh, ether zone. I forget what they call it the random zone or something. Play the card and then jump back into real time again and to then use f- the, ability. the fu- okay
1: okay. Yeah. Like I, I thought this looked pretty interesting, but also like the amount of dice and cards in the trailers was a little intimidating
0: it's very actiony and and it it moves pretty quickly uh it's just that the combat is a little loose um like the the combat feel is not super great the moving around is a little is not its strongest suit Mm. um it's uh that part is made up for i think by some of the design and the world building and what's going on there I, i think the 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 world building is really interesting like it's a very storybook very fantastical, very again, you know, kind of Nightmare Before Christmas-ish, like, these oddly disturbing, it looks like they have an ugly doll just in the game, it's that kind of aesthetic, like, Mm -hmm. uh, you give your sister a present, it just looks like an ugly doll, but, like, everything's a little off, people's mouths are where their eyes should be, you know, that kind of thing, but not in a, you know, a Giger-esque kind of way, in that kind of, like, oh, this is still charming. You're saying Uh, it's
2: cute, but in a way that's a little bit twisted
0: yes, yes 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 that's what, is what I'm <laughs> who would who would do such a thing what is, um what is an ugly doll is that a thing oh Which it's totally pencil? a thing i don't know if yeah. it still
2: is but uh my girlfriend owned a few ugly dolls at one point
0: so imagine imagine the doll i'll describe the doll to you alex and you tell me if this sounds like an ugly doll okay. a doll that has is very flat has kind of this alien-esque head almost like a but like a cat and then one big button for an eye that is sewn in the middle
2: yes Ugh. that sounds about right
1: yeah. Huh. Well, this uh, is just like a whole category, like a genre of doll that people. It's literally are a brand.
0: I oh, think that, okay. I think they might have made a movie, uh, a, an animated okay. movie, like everything sure. else, like the immersion movie. Anyway, lots and random. Um, but thirty dollars. So, uh, you know, you can see where some of the, um, where some some of the, like the oh okay yeah maybe they didn't have the budget to flesh out the combat or 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 some of the time to do these things to make it feel. A little better in places, but uh, I'm pretty impressed with what they have there in terms of the aesthetic and the voiceover is very good. But I think some of the action is a little lacking. Mm.
1: So. That's, an, that's an EA original, which it yes. is. I haven't seen that in a while. EA, EA originals always like surprise me as being like the most the the least EA like releases possible. Like, Wait, it just, wasn't not... it
2: Takes Two also one of those?
1: Yeah, that one's kind of straddling the line. I mean, like Joseph Zafar is a big name at this point. Like he certainly rates some attention, I guess. Yeah. But like, wait, is is so? My I don't da- know, was it takes two an original? Was it under that label? Uh, I'm looking so my, at the brand.
0: My daughter said the voice actress for the main character sounded like the woman from It Takes Two. Huh, I wonder. Okay. I wonder That's, if it is the same person. It is, is entirely possible.
1: Yeah, you're right. It is like. I don't know. Like they, they just don't put out a lot of games under that label, and it's just it seems like the yeah. kind of thing that like seems like the kind of thing that some new executive is going to come in and just kill that label off any day. Mm. But yet they keep managing to put some games out here and there. According
2: to their website, there are exactly nine games with that right with that label. Like, and
1: it's, it's been around for a bit, and they 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 don't put a ton of games out. But two of them some, are unravel games. Yes, that <laughs> that kind of tells you how long it's been around. Like Unravel One was one of those.
0: Well, I think Lost in Random is a good uh selection for that uh in they have my $30. So hopefully that mm-hmm. keeps the keeps the label around a little bit. I I'll, I'll probably play some more of it. Uh I enjoyed it enough. On the Vinny scale, I'll keep going with it. Okay. Um yeah it's it's got an aesthetic and I, I'm kind of curious to see where the uh story goes. I think it's actually the the lore setup is pretty pretty interesting. Very fantastical. Lost in random $30 PS4, Xbox One, PC, and apparently Switch Uh, though I did not check out the switch version. Mm -hmm. Uh, also I had a little trouble again for my PC. I'm playing it on the PC. I had a little trouble. As you mentioned at the top of the show, having trouble with my PC. If so, I can't really comment on this. If the game was supposed to have this kind of limited frame animation in certain parts, because it's got this very stop motion. Aesthetic or if it was my computer and I think it might've Mm. been my computer at certain parts. Um, Or the game's frame rate is inconsistent. I don't know. I I can't comment on that. It could have been my uh, computer acting up. But it looked like it should have that kind of um, a little bit of stop motion in it. So I kind of chalked it up to that for a bit. Uh,
1: Might, Might need another Regisa update.
0: Uh, my, I might, need to give me down, give me down some uh, chipsets. Gotta, gotta, get that AMD generic encapsulated
1: software architecture updated.
0: Oh, oh, and more downloads. Just or, or not try to uh, put an old uh, drive into an older uh, BIOS and or a, a different set motherboard and just hope they play well together. Anyway, that's not Lost in Random's fault. That's my, that's my fault. Um, available now. That's Deathloop, Loop. In case you missed it at the at the near the top of the show, just in case you're <laughs> somebody who just jumps into the was back. Good, house. I was going to uh, say. I don't know
1: how you missed the game that we spent half the yeah. podcast talking about. Uh,
0: Warrior, where get it together? Available now, and uh, Lost in Random also available now. And so with that, we turn our attention to the news. And in the news this week, some breaking news. Breaking news. What is what is breaking? Breaking. This- cannot
1: believe I'm reading this. Okay, so apparently it's new console firmware day. The uh, PS5 firmware uh, just came out of beta that allows you to install an uh, M.2 SSD. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, among other things. But that is by far nowhere near the most momentous console firmware to drop today. They updated the Switch to let you pair Bluetooth headsets. My God. You can how pair they, Bluetooth headsets with the Nintendo Switch now. Here we are, what, four and a half years later.
2: I think I legitimately forgot that that was even a thing because it's been that fucking long.
1: Yeah, I get it. I mean, like, I, you know, I don't know about you guys. I used to commute with Bluetooth headphones every day. So, like, it drove me up the wall. You could not use Bluetooth <laughs> headphones with a switch and would have to f- fish out corded headphones on the bus, which is always fun. So
0: uh, um, is there an improved list or is this Bluetooth? Anything I don't Bluetooth? know.
1: I don't I don't think there is. I think that's like Nintendo really not great about providing information like that.
2: Wait, so or- I have a question. And this is this is tech dummy Alex talking here for a second. Bluetooth. That's yeah. a thing you kind of have to have the tech built in for to do, right? Like, like you can't yeah, just like it can't just be a firmware update.
1: No, 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 no. It, uh, it's always had Bluetooth. Like the, okay. the the controllers connect right. over Bluetooth as right. well. Like the, it's it's fucking complicated, man. It's like there are all kind there are all these different versions of Bluetooth. They have different capabilities. They support different codecs. There are like low latency versions that some things support and some don't. Like it's a mess, man. But like, uh, but also there's so basically least... like the
2: headset and the headphone technology, like they just had not built in the support yes, for they, that.
1: They had not enabled it, even okay. though they could have. But like in this. So like I I read Ars Technica has a write up up like a hands on kind of it's kind of a mess. It sounds like Mm. first. First of all, you can only have two controllers connected at the same time as okay I was going to say because
0: there's bandwidth issues with. Yes,
1: absolutely. And and they count two Joy Cons as two separate controllers. Oh,
0: God. okay So
1: if you're going to use Bluetooth headphones, you can only have like one Joy Con, one pro controller, two Joy Cons, like some mix of that nature. Also, this writer, this is the real problem, and this is probably why they avoided doing it so long. Bluetooth has a lot of lag associated with it. Yes, it mm. does. Which on a phone doesn't really matter because you're just listening to music by and large, right? Like, it doesn't Or matter watching a video things.
2: or something, yeah. Yeah,
1: like it's not the end of the world, but when you're playing a game, like every millisecond feels, every, every millisecond of lag feels worse and worse, right? Right. So they said they tested it with some Google Pixel uh, earbuds and Surface headphones, and both of them had enough lag that it was basically just like not enjoyable enough oh, to bummer. use. Oh, bummer. Ugh. But the controller,
0: um, yeah. I mean, if the controllers are connecting, they've obviously prioritized whatever codec they're using for that back and forth communication. Yeah, that right?
1: may that may be going over some different, you know, that's 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 a different type of data than like a yeah. constant kind of bitstream audio or whatever. Right. Um, they said uh, they also had a pair of Razer True Wireless Earbuds that have a low latency mode, but the Switch would not pair with those. Gotcha. So okay. I don't know how useful this is actually going to be for everybody. It's, you know, Parer beware. Yeah, I right? guess so. But, that's, that's but, nice. uh, maybe give it a shot. Like, I, I don't know. There's been a whole cottage industry of little USB-C dongles that plug into the bottom of that thing that can pair with headphones. I don't know if you've seen that stuff's been out there for a while, but keeping up with dongles, obviously a big pain in the ass. Yeah. So don- anyway,
0: they should put out one like, uh, they should put out uh, a dongle, like the Zelda boss that eats bombs and calls it, call it the dongle, right? That's the, the. the Dodong, Dodong, I hate you, dude. Keep, keep going.
1: <laughs> keep, keep going because I have My become. Like I, the longer this episode has gone, the more anxious I've gotten about not having pulled an episode title out yet. So keep going. Give me, give me a little more. Keep workshopping.
0: Is it Dodonga? Is I that can't the name like, of the thing? Dodongle yes. okay. don't want this smoke. Dodongle.
1: Do, do, <laughs> do, do, do <laughs> The dongle alone is not enough for title, but yeah. it's the good. It's a good kernel of a
0: title. <laughs> I mean, I like parer Beware." I think mean, that's pretty good. That was uh, my, that was
1: my that was my previous candidate, but then yeah. the dongle happened, and now hmm. you
0: should just do it like a do it like um uh, like a Bullwinkle episode where it says parer Beware" or the dongle. What is it? Don't don't want that smoke.
2: The dongle don't want that smoke.
0: There you go. <laughs> uh, it might be a little too long for the uh, CMS, but who knows? Good job, Switch. Good job, Switch, providing that just that easy pickings. Um, yeah. Switch, Switch headphones. Switch finally gets a pair of headphones. News at eleven. That's right. The um uh okay. so we jump into uh uh we got uh, Apple and Epic. We got some of the Sony stuff. What are we going to go into next year? Yeah, uh, you let li- you guys like it when corporations fight. Oh, it's just so fun to watch. I, I mean, we all win. We all we all yeah. walk away just happier. We. If you're lucky, you can uh, you can smell the money. They drop money on the floor, and you can just kind of like uh, scoop it up.
2: Nothing improves right. my quality of life more than two multi-billion-dollar corporations sniping at one another. That's
1: right. Yeah. That's right. God, it's still on some level. It's still weird to me to think of Epic as a multi-billion-dollar corporation. Like they may, they very well may have been before Fortnite, but it wasn't something you thought about until Fortnite. Mm. And now it's like, oh right, yes,
2: they are rolling they,
1: in that shit. They are Epic. Yes. They are a. Giant goddamn company. <laughs> They're big enough to buy a shopping mall.
0: I mean, I'm sure Unreal Engine Which was they did. still, uh yeah, it was huge. S- still huge. be bringing huge. that money. Like in. that, that alone. Yes, a robust business model. What do you think? You, you think Fortnite or Unreal Engine is the on the on the graph on the pie chart? What do you think? Oh,
1: I, I, I would probably say Fortnite.
0: You do? You don't think Unreal's got some weird back-end stuff going on? That's like,
1: I'm sure they made a shit, make a shitload of money off of Unreal licensing, but yeah. But Fortnite is when you saw this massive expansion from them, right? Like yes. that's when they started taking more investment from people. That's when they launched the Epic Game Store. Mm. Uh, like that was kind of the kickoff of this like new current. Gosh, uh, very influential phase or era of Epic.
0: Well, what? Why are they? Uh, what's the beef? What's wrong with Epic? Well, they certainly have enough money, and they are very happy to put their 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 stuff on other platforms. Why? Oh
1: yeah, oh yeah, they love they love working with third-party app
0: stores. <laughs> um, this is a lawsuit that was uh, uh, happened a while ago. Do you remember when the initial filing so, was? So,
1: yeah, the, like the whole story here is that a ruling came down in the Epic versus Apple suit, which my first instinct was to say, wow, that was fast for federal court system to deliver a verdict. Mm. And then I realized this started over a year ago. Mm. Still pretty it fast. Been, it has been well over a year ago that all that free Fortnite bullshit kicked off when... Epic started subverting Apple's payment model in the App Store and selling V-Bucks directly to you. Uh, And Apple was like, nope, breach breach of agreement, you're off the App Store. So Fortnite has been off the iOS App Store for over a year now.
0: Yeah, with the crux of that kind of being that Apple wants to use their their platform to funnel the the funds through, right? They take right. a cut. They take their cut, and they're like, "You can sell stuff, but we take our cut, and you can't bypass that and yes, sell directly the, to the consumer."
1: Apple wants a cut of literally every transaction that happens on any piece of software on the iPhone that comes yeah. out of the App Store, which right. is a lot. Yeah, um, so uh, it, it's weird because, um. Apple won on nine out of ten counts, and yet, like you, depending on who you listen to, Epic won this or Apple won this. Tim Sweeney certainly does not think that Epic won it. <laughs>
0: um,
1: the one thing that they ruled in favor of Epic on is that it is they 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 um, they instituted an injunction that allows anybody in the App Store to provide a link, a redirect mm. out of their app to like a web page where you can then engage with their own payment model.
0: Right, so you can offer another path to to buy directly, yes. but you just can't do it, can't it be directly. Based.
1: Yeah, yeah, that would be that would be like spawning Safari and loading a web page and having them log in there potentially, right. unless there's some way to pass credentials over. But it's right. still, it is still way more of a like a, a burden or an obstacle compared to just putting a fat you know button in Fortnite that says "Buy V Bucks" and give us all of the money.
0: Right, your Epic account's already linked. Your credit card's right. probably in there somewhere. Right.
1: Like that's uh, what they want, or yeah. even more than that. I mean, Epic would go further. They would love to get the entire Epic Game Store on on that platform if they could. Of course, like, the, like that's really where this thing breaks down for me. Is like, yes, Epic, you are portraying yourselves as the little guy, but also you have <laughs> you have ambitions too around right. all this stuff.
0: You have your own game uh, store.
1: Yeah, I mean, whatever they've done a lot of. You know, they have done a lot of good in driving like cuts down on. You know, they're they do the twelve percent cut out the thirty percent cut stuff like that. Well, there's
0: competition in the marketplace, right? So they
1: they have they have pushed things in a more pro developer uh, direction. I mean, it's
0: I would it's easy for me to say it's not magnanimous because they want to get they want to get exclusives and they want to get stuff on the Epic Game Store as well, right? So they are doing be putting in place competitive practices to try and draw both the users to spend more money and get invested on the Epic Game Store and developers that bring the users on there so it is yes. yeah you know
2: they're making moves wow. that they can make specifically because they have the dual threat of unreal and the uh, you know the Fortnite just funneling money into them right. so like they can they can afford to take a little bit of a hit as far as that that percentage is concerned because it doesn't really affect them
1: yes granted the legions of people who absolutely despise the epic game store would not call those moves pro them Pro consumer for sure. But
2: look, I'm not here to evangelize Epic and what they do as far as that stuff goes. Like I I don't think that's useful to anyone, but I, I do think that the level of insane hatred that gets thrown around around the different market like PC marketplaces and who gets exclusive on what is just so overwrought at this point it, that it, I just wish it would stop.
1: Like it's pretty overwrought. I mean, like that, you know, the Epic Game Store client is still a little feature light though, you know? Like they're still missing totally. some some stuff that they really should have by now. Like, I'm not an app store developer, yeah. but some some of the things, some of the baseline functionality that they still don't have, like, is pretty conspicuous.
2: Unfortunately, they put all that budget into this lawsuit, so that's good. You're guess, never getting any so. of that shit.
1: I guess so. Like, but the 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 big thing for Apple though is that they did not. Epic Epic essentially was seeking for the government to declare the iOS app store a monopoly, like right. as defined as defined under antitrust laws. Which I ain't a lawyer. <laughs> But I think that probably would have been pretty bad for Apple.
2: <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it extremely <laughs> but, did not happen.
1: Because I, I assume that would have opened the door for other people to just straight up come in selling apps themselves on iOS if that had been the case. But they, yeah. they, they ruled pretty strongly against
0: that. I mean, that is your, that is your pretty uh, bald face, like you said. At, Epic just wanted to get their app store or their game store on your iOS yeah. and, right. and sell directly through there.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we talk about this frequently. You know, Like at Microsoft can't put an xCloud app on there. Like they have to shunt you off to a web page to stream games through XCloud on iOS because that is in violation of the terms as well. So um, I don't know. They, they to me it seems like they kind of threw crumbs, scraps, table scraps. Is that what I'm looking for. The dongle.
0: The dongle. That's what you're looking for. Always. Yes.
1: They kind of. They kind of. Epic kind of got table scraps compared to what they were looking for, but they do have some pathway to putting Fortnite back on the App Store. And selling the stuff they want to sell. Also, they have to pay. They have to pay back revenue to Apple for those months that they sold V Bucks in violation of their, yeah. the App Store agreement.
2: Yeah, money wise, so, they did not make out on this one. whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they will in the long run, but that's yeah. a pretty long run. It feels
1: like I'm not. I'm not clear if they are even going to put Fortnite back on under the terms of this. They are appealing. Yeah. Oh, the rule.
0: they have. They I think they, they have gone out and made public statements said, that said no. So like, they will not. Yeah, because yeah.
1: yeah, they are. They are appealing this ruling. So this does not seem like it is over yet. But it um, certainly did not get them exactly what they wanted. from I mean, what
0: I can tell, they've got coffers. They've got. They've got Unreal Engine, Fortnite, and Tencent in the in the in the pocket. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can. Uh, they can, yeah. They can pay those that revenue out. I'm nope, sure. Nobody's
2: crying for Tim Sweeney.
0: <laughs> right or Tencent, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, or or I'm sorry, forty eight point four percent of the uh, Unreal, or sorry, Epic that Tencent owns. Yeah. The, uh, uh, yeah. I think the thing that I did, the takeaway from this was like when <laughs> whenever I read rulings that deal in the game space, the language that is like when you when you have to get legal with video games and parse like the nature of an interactive product through a legal standpoint always gets really weird in reading rulings and you know there's there's some language in here that is just bizarre there's a bit
2: in there, I, somewhere in that ruling. I saw a couple of reporters talking about this because it was just by nature of the lawsuit something that would inevitably come up. But the court uh, apparently refused to define what a video game is within the terms of this lawsuit. Which, huh. again, I that's probably for the best because that's not a thing you want courts really determining in the grand scheme of things. But it's just it's funny that it's just like they're like, no, you know, no, not gonna not gonna do this. Yeah,
1: this is a weird one. Like, I, I looked at a number of stories in the games press, and also some in the business and financial press. And like, depending on who you listen to, like, they literally the headlines were literally mixed between like, "This is a win for Apple," "This is a win for Epic." It's like, okay, mm. which one is it?
0: It's, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Whoever wins, we lose. It's a win it's like, for society. Mm. Uh, it's, it's just I don't know. It's weird. No. It, there's this part here. Here, this is coming off of game industry biz um it says uh i'll just read this verbatim here so uh apologies mm-hmm. as i scroll through it but um it said within her ruling uh judge uh gonzalez rogers who weighed in on the whole what is a game debacle following a at various attempts at both sides to define the term in a way that best strengthened their arguments as spotted by rock paper shotgun she reasoned At a bare minimum, video games appear to require some level of interactivity or involvement between the player and the medium. In other words, a game requires that a player be able to input some level of a command or choice, which is then reflected in the game itself. This gaming definition contrasts to other forms of entertainment, which are often passive forms enjoyed by consumers, films, television, music. Video games are also generally graphically rendered or animated as opposed to being recorded, um, uh, being a recorded level or via motion capture, as in films and television, like it all kind of makes sense. Sure. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, now I have an episode
0: title. <laughs> <Which one? laughs> the whole thing, yeah, like that is Like it all kind of makes sense, but also like stop, stop. You're ruining it. <laughs> like you've you've just described like what having sex is in a in a way that in just a very is clinical like clinical way. Yeah, mm-hmm. it just is like I get. I understand you have to do this for legal terms, but like. I never want to play a video game again. Like, it's just something, something like the autopsy of a video game is not something I, I Yes, enjoy. I agree. It, it
2: is just... a, it is a definition completely devoid of
0: eroticism. I, agree. <laughs> this is, I mean, hey, hey,
1: this is what a legal, this is what a law degree does to your brain.
0: Yeah. Uh, Nothing good. They have to figure this stuff out. Think about what would have happened if if uh, they had ruled on what a video game is, like like as stated in Apple v. Epic. My game does not have interactivity enough to be, you know.
1: This, this just this reminds me of the Law and Order conversation on the Ramblecast yesterday because they're constantly citing precedent in that there you show. Go. Yeah, constantly. Oh, and... and People v Hernandez, blah 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 blah. It's just like I'm an Apple v Epic.
0: Yeah, like like the, that was not considered a storefront is not considered a video game in the classical. So therefore, my client could not have been murdered, could not have died in the video game and then died in real life because this is not a video game. So I
1: don't know. It's just for for the record, we are definitely lawyers.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You should take whatever I say. Uh, uh, Esquire.
1: just sarcasm play in court? Does that work? No,
0: I don't think oh. so. The transcript will not, uh, will not have the sarcasm emoji. In oh, it. don't
1: worry. I'll, I'll put a little slash S at the end. It'll be fine. Good.
0: Fun. Yes. Uh, yeah, anyway, take everything we say with a grain of salt. That's just the, the kind of, I think, our takeaway from reading other people's takeaway, who's probably, who have probably read other people's takeaways, um, and I have not read the entire brief uh, or the ruling uh, in like, like when it clicks out to the actual document, which are public, you can see those if you want. I think they uh, are in appeal. You said that already, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah Epic
1: yeah. is appealing. The Tim Sweeney was not, he was very critical of the ruling, let's say. Mm-hmm. Look out, Supreme Court. That's right. It's
0: clear Cappy. the docket.
1: It's on the way. Well,
2: why doesn't he make another dumb parody commercial about it then?
0: <laughs> and we still got it's an appeal. We got plenty mm-hmm. of time.
1: I will say he has been doing a lot of, um, you know, Epic is based in North Carolina now, my home state. Like he has he has done a lot of wildlife conservation. Like I need to look up in the I need to look at the details more to really speak on it, but he has been putting a lot of money into like land preservation. Mm. Which I, Is that why they bought that know.
2: shopping mall? <laughs> I don't know. The,
1: the shopping mall is gonna be offices. Okay?
2: I
0: know, I know. <laughs> I hope
1: I hope for one day or another to visit the new Epic shopping mall office. I've got to see what they do with that thing firsthand.
0: You think it uh-huh. has like a a, a pretzel's pretzel or wetzel's pretzels or a, a just a hot so topic? A Sbar- in it?
1: If, if, if there is not a sabaro, if there's not an employee sabaro in that place, then what are they even? doing? There do isn't. Have-
0: That's Tim Sweeney's office. Oh man! Oh my gosh! Imagine you get to pick the shop where I like. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be in the Sears.
1: Nobody <laughs> uh, wants to be
2: in the Lenscrafters.
1: I call. I call. I'm calling the Spencer's Gifts.
0: <laughs> yeah, this. Uh, listen, they're all back massagers. Um so yeah look forward to more on that one does epic okay i don't know much about the epic game Store in, on there in terms of their agreements did they allow you to sell dlc without epic taking a cut i don't i highly doubt it i
1: can't imagine hmm. there's a mechanism for that
0: like it's just it goes i don't know i i, I honestly don't know maybe p- developers who know can speak to what the percentages are in, for dlc and cosmetic stuff that you buy anything in-game. that's like post-release
1: yeah, yeah, I yeah. assume it, I assume it's the same 12% for DLC that it is for games. I don't know that for a fact, but but I not I'm sure I'm sure their argument would be like, "Hey, we're taking a way lower cut, but we'd have to take the cut." Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh all right, again, not lawyers and uh, I don't know much about that stuff. But something I do know a lot about are those Knights of the Old Republic. Mm. Uh, and uh Alex, you and I revisited oh, what this a not, not not too long ago. Mhm. Um and it you know, it's an it old could game. use a, it can it could use a, I think it can use a facelift could, here. It could, could use a pass or two. Yeah, this was one that um for those who remember uh was uh, pretty hot on the Xbox, the original the OG Xbox. Yeah.
1: Uh, I re- I remember that was like that was probably the first like gigantic release that happened after I got to GameSpot. I just remember like the whole office was just like going nuts over it. Yeah, it's an that, amazing that a, that, game. That was a big deal. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, amazing game. And I remember the saves being huge and filled up my original Xbox's hard drive because I was just, you know, a new save for every time I got uh, made it past an encounter. But uh, it is no longer, we're we're branching out, no longer just on the Xbox. We get that on the PS5 now. Yeah. Also, PC. We'll get yeah, on the PS5.
1: Yeah. That came out of that uh, PlayStation showcase that happened last week. We talked over that if you want to go watch the whole thing. But yeah. This was one of the kind of couple of big actual pieces of news, as opposed to just kind of showing games that have been shown before. But also, this thing has been rumored forever.
2: Yeah, it was not like, a well kept secret.
1: Like this was this was all but known and confirmed already. Like I actually had to go look and make sure it hadn't already been announced once the trailer came up because I was like, "Wait, did they announce this already?" I've been hearing about this for months. Uh, and it's this Aspire. Is- Aspire. Yeah. Aspire the Macintosh. Port house of yore?
2: Well, they definitely branched out past just doing that, but they have primarily been known as a port
1: studio. That's just me being old. Yeah. Like that is just me remembering them as the people who ported a lot of PC games to Mac back in the day. Yep. But uh, also part of the Embracer group for what it's worth.
2: <laughs> as we all will be one day.
1: Yes, it's our ultimate destiny. Mm-hmm. No, no one will escape the embrace. You
2: will embrace the dark side.
0: Um... So they didn't show any footage. They they have gone and said it's a remake, not a, uh, uh, you know. I think it's literally called Knights of the Old Republic
1: remake. Yeah, that is true. Dude, I said it on the stream, but like I hated when they did that with Final Fantasy 7 and I hate it even more now because (laughs) it's just going to become a trend. Like it's just like it is the most utilitarian way to name a game I can possibly imagine. It's just so inelegant, you know. I mean, Uh,
2: I guess I'll take that over just, like, affixing origins to everything, but, like... Or or
0: HD to it, just, like, Knights of the Old Republic HD. It feels like it should be the working project
1: title internally. It probably was. Right. Like, just, I don't know, man, just come up with
0: anything more creative than that. Whatever. People don't care. Uh, Yeah, they um, just want to
2: buy the game again. They don't give a shit.
0: And Uh, I'm pretty sure it's not the port... Uh, like I'm, I guess I'm happy it's not just a port uh, or a reskin of that PC version, you know. Yes, like the, uh, it is. Yeah, it's just work going in there. You guys
1: actually played it, but I also just randomly, separately, ended up watching some playthroughs of the first and the second game on YouTube a while from back from the PC. Uh, I don't remember which version it was actually. Okay. Two was probably the PC because people, people have modded the hell out of two. I don't know if you've ever kept up with that
0: stuff. <laughs> we looked into it a bit when we were looking at that stuff. Uh, the
1: story of two is really interesting and kind of sad because Obsidian had to really rush it out the door and had to cut a ton of content to the point that the game was like borderline unfinished.
0: Uh as you did you beat two? No, I never played it. Oh, okay. It's but like I, a slideshow at the end there. Right. Like
1: but but apparently enough of that content was buried in the install that people have actually like resurrected <laughs> a lot of that stuff, which is pretty cool. Anyway Even watching that stuff, it was evident that like, these games have not aged. Like, it's crazy to think that Mass Effect (sighs) One was basically the next game from that team. After that,
0: yeah, it's pretty much
1: pretty pretty much yeah. How much how much better Mass Effect has aged than the game before it?
0: But but it's but it's not. If you look at it the other direction, it's not that wild to think like the. Infinity Engine stuff. And, you know, like this, this is on the heels of, you know, Baldur's Gate and, yeah, and Icewind sure. Like, it's, I feel like it's, it's this weird, uh, missing link, right? Between Mass Effect and the kind of Infinity Engine real, uh, like, um, uh, CRPG stuff they were doing. Cause it all the combat is all like click and, you know, you know, it's almost MMO like in its, mm-hmm. uh, in its, in its, its very
1: stilted. People yeah. just kind of stand there and then like wait in and take their hit and then step back. Yeah. Like wait for your
0: cooler, your, your, your stuff to cool down and, and click it again. And yeah, it's, I loved it at the time. Um, you know, you, you came to that stuff a lot for the tactical, uh, end of it. And I think that's some of the stuff that people, Really missed in the later Mass Effect stuff was it went into a pure action game. Yeah, you know, that's, I mean, that's. I mean, that's. It
1: really makes me wonder what they're doing with this. Like, is it? It's got. It's probably almost has to be action based, right? Like that seems all but unavoidable. Like, maybe they'll have a real
0: time and a pause. You know, like
2: I think you stuff. can still do a system like that but, you know, it does need some refinements and whatever, but it does sound like they are doing some stuff to this, because I think oh, there sure. are people who are, like, credited writers on this thing, which means they are probably redoing some aspects of that story.
1: Yeah, I bet they, I mean, it, I would guess this is more or less a top-to-bottom overhaul, I mean.
0: Yeah. It's a lot of game. It's a lot of game. It's yeah, it of game. yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a, But it I makes mean, sense why it's not
2: coming out in the immediate future.
1: I mean, you, like, that that Final Fantasy VII remake combat kind of rules, right? Like, they did a really good job of yeah, kind of good. taking... The spirit of those old turn-based uh, battles and, and translating it into a third-person action game, kind of, kind of a hybrid, you know. Like I could see them maybe going for something <laughs> like that.
0: But look how look how much game, look how much Final Fantasy VII, like how long it took them to get that much Final Fantasy VII out the door. Yeah. Like, it's uh, like it is a big project. Do you remember when this came out? Or maybe maybe this is something I'm misremembering, but I kind of remember them being like. And it's got like full voice acting. And I was like, whoa, full mm-hmm. voice acting in this thing. And then, about, you know, uh, about maybe half hour into the game, all the, you start getting the repeats on the yes. alien speak. That's like, what?
1: Yeah,
0: you hear that one guy
1: say jube jube over and over
2: again. It's like, all right. That's.
1: That is absolutely like a top three memory of Kotor for me. <laughs> yeah. This is
0: how little alien dialogue there was in there. So you think you think there are people back in a booth like saying "jub jub" and "wah naw dodog jub jub."
2: I don't is know yours? that that's the best use of their time, but I wouldn't argue dude, if I, they
1: did. I would love it if they found like the DAT tapes for the original recordings <laughs> yeah. and just brought
0: all that stuff over as is. That would rule. Um, so yeah, this, this doesn't have that much more info on it. Uh, you can kind of just see, um, uh, uh, a very quick teaser if that's what you're looking for. Not yeah, even on I, a date, right? I mean, the biggest we... stuff at this thing
2: was a lot of teasers.
1: Yeah. I, there's a lot about that, that I am just really curious to see what they do with it because like, you know, like a big part of that experience is sort of doing the recreating star Wars in a game thing. You know, it's like, you got yeah. your smuggler, you got your wisecracking droid. Like, do you have a Wookiee? I can't remember, but uh, it's like
0: companion, but not, you, you don't play as one.
1: Okay. But like, it is very much that thing, right? Like the old Republic did the same thing of just like, it's kind of all the Star Wars archetypes, but with different names on it, you know? Yeah. Like, yes. I wonder if they try to get away from that more and kind of make it a little more of its own thing. Uh, I, I bet based, not. And, it, and it's way too far. And it's based on a twist that everybody knows at this point. So I wonder if they try to like take that
0: in a different direction as well. I hope they keep all the voice acting in it. Uh, maybe clean it up. Like I hope they do have some of the original recordings because um, some of those are pretty good. Like uh, old Karth, or Buddy Carth. Uh, oh, you mean of. Caden Malenko? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Who and uh, Mission and yeah, uh, I think it'll be fun to see.
2: All I'm saying is EA, everyone out there who's putting this thing together, you need someone to get into a voice booth for a little bit and say wah da ba da da ju jube. I will do uh-huh. that for you.
0: Dude, what if they just source it. it? Yeah, what if they just source it? <laughs> no, no, no! It?
2: I'll do it for like for money. You can't use this. Okay. This is this is a trademark, trademark, trademark.
0: How much? How much of that stuff is is like laid out in a in a Bible somewhere? In a like, hey, no, you can't just make up sounds and words for a Rodian. They, they have their language here. Is here's the text you need to it, read.
2: Here's the thing: there, that Bible exists. It is totally a thing that various people have adhered to over the years. But if you ask George he'll be like, I just made that guy say "wababa bababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababababab <laughs> I just thought that sounded funny.
1: All right. That All is right. man, we probably don't have time to get into it, but that is extremely how George Lucas operates. Yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. Does not give a shit.
0: All right. Wow, well, there was uh there was some other uh news. I would say that was that was a fun one to see, but um I think the most shocking one for me out of that showcase, or the little the the one you weren't expecting. I, the one I wasn't expecting was uh Insomniac and not their Spider-Man stuff, their other superhero game, uh, Wolverine. Yes. Which, yeah, uh, cool.
1: Well, also Spider-Man. Like they well, also, also Spider-Man. S- yes, they but, also uh, announced Spider-Man Two, which is both Peter Parker and Miles Morales versus Venom. Which like seems like the natural direction to go with that series. Yeah, and that sounds cool. I also but. have to There's eat that, a
2: little bit of crow on that one because I assumed that meant it was a co-op game, but apparently they've been out there saying it is a single-player adventure. Okay. So
1: okay, that's that's good to know. But yeah, Wolverine was like a way bigger surprise. Yeah. Like, you know you
2: we knew they were gonna make another spider-man game at some point
1: of course they're gonna make another spider-man game but like wolverine did not see that coming
0: no and uh you know that just poses a lot of questions unfairly or fairly of what does that game play like is is it you know spider-man plays great and i think they nailed the spider-man feel for those games wolverine a very different character with very different powers uh well he what is, what is that
2: but i mean he's basically a bowling ball with knives like he's just a little dude that stabs people and he's real Wait, fast
1: is he little he's put, he in the, be the comics much. he's, he's like supposed to be like foot, five yeah? foot tall oh really yeah, yes yeah I, I just always think of him as just a well i guess like, hugh
2: jackman is not that short
1: <laughs> they, they they control yeah i guess I, i've only seen movies i haven't really read comics also like i guess Sabretooth is like huge right
2: yeah he's supposed to be like pretty tall okay yeah.
0: Yeah, like Wolverine is a, a tiny, angry little uh, little hairy well, little man. Wolverine. Yeah, a little indes- hairy Canadian man. Yeah, yeah indestructible. Uh, yeah, so like, I mean, you can go uh, again. I am no, I am no lawyer, nor am I any uh, uh comic book expert, but uh I think there's enough room to go around in that stuff. We, I kind of said in the stream from when we were talking over this thing. Like, do you think they go Weapon X stuff? Do you think they go early Wolverine? to kind of give you a little more... He's got to You know, where did these things fall on a continuity Continuity is a big question. I'm sure they answered day one when they're making this game. Well, yeah, yeah but I also what
2: continuity? Because... The I th- don't know, yeah. Because that's the thing, is that, like, the Insomniac-verse, which I'm just going to call it that because why not, <laughs> yes. um, is not the movie-verse, much the way the Avengers game is not the movie-verse. It is its own thing. The Guardians game is its own thing. So... Do are they bound by any of that stuff other than the basic rules of what the character are? I would hope not, because I would rather see what their spin on that stuff is than them just trying to rehash an existing story.
1: Yeah, I mean the Spider-Man stuff was basically its own thing, right? Yeah,
0: totally. But, I mean, I but mean but
1: obviously, obviously they went back around later and turned Peter Parker into Tom Holland, but <laughs> <laughs>
0: but, but the, I mean, you you hit beats, right? Like it's, it's oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah, its, yeah, its yeah, own but. thing, but like you're not, you know, it's they're it's using the lore, but they are telling
1: their own
2: stories within it. Yeah. Right, right, and like that's
1: what I—that's what I appreciated about that game was specifically that they skipped the Spider-Man origin story. Like, I love the fact that they just like, look, you know how this starts. Like, we don't need to—we don't need to belabor this yet again. Like, we've got better things to do with our time. But they did get that Doc Ock origin story in there. Mm -hmm. Like, you still got that cool feeling of watching this come about, but it didn't take up much time with Spider-Man stuff. And you
2: got the Miles origin story too.
1: Right, yes. Like, it was It was peppered throughout in a fun way that made that game feel like it just had, it was very brisk. I, I really, like, the story in that game was, like, sorry to say way better than it should be, which sounds dismissive, but, like, it, it really surprised me. I mean, there's, so reason, if-
2: there's reason to not necessarily have faith in a licensed comic book property video game to be, like, interesting, you know? Like, it can be fun, yeah. but you don't necessarily expect them to, like, tell, like, a story that actually matters or that you care about, but they yeah, did. So what,
0: what? It- what if you? What if you do? Okay. What if you do Wolverine pre adamantium, where he's bone claw Wolverine, and you play, and you have, still have the regenerative ability, where you play through most of that until the last uh, bit, and then you go through the Weapon X project at the end, and then you get adamantium because it's, you know, once he's got this, once he's got the claws, like you can do durability. His claws break right in the comics when he has the bone claws, so you can do durability and everything. But once you have adamantium claws and a skeleton, I feel like you're. You're, you're dealing with a, and the regenerative ability, you're, you're dealing with a little Superman problem here of, uh, like, all right, what are we doing? You can pretty much be hit by a truck and then
2: it's a couple of things. One, there are villains who can counteract him. Magneto being one. sabretooth is one that I like powers wise doesn't really counteract him, but they just have such a, you know, hateful relationship with each other that inevitably they (laughs) push one another, but because they both have the same regenerative ability, um, so there are villains you could put in there that like, sure, would counteract yes. that. But the other thing is you can't do the teaser with the metal claws coming out if oh, that's yeah. what you're doing. <laughs> that can't be the first image that you show uh, from this thing. Yeah, I, I guess could, you're
0: it right. It could be late in the game. I guess you're right. Well, here Okay. Or right, here's the other thing for the two of you. Remember Spider-Man when he kicks somebody off the ledge, and then they always they always sticky back to the building. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wolverine doesn't. Wolverine doesn't really. The claws don't. He work stabs that way. people. He, <laughs> he stabs shanks people. motherfuckers. He stabs people pretty hard. Yeah. He, only, he only stabs them in the leg. It's, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty hard. So I suspect this is going to be a much gorier game, or it would have to be, right? Unless he's fighting robots. Unless we are just fighting sentinels and robots, or uh, it's an illusion, or we're in some kind of other uh, alternate If
2: this is not an M-rated game, that's going to be a real bummer, because the most interesting stuff about Wolverine is the way that he has to sort of, I don't know, I feel like kind of counteract his own natural violence because he is such a killing machine.
0: Mm. But,
2: like, if you do that in a PG-13 setting, like, you can't have him fighting people. It's just not fucking possible. Like Spider-Man
0: was T, right?
2: It was rated T, and that's the thing. He never really kills anyone in that game. Right. Like he's just like you said, you knock someone off a building, whoops, they're stuck to the side of the building. Wonder how that happens. Right. So there's no friendly I don't know. W- neighborhood Wolverine. That dude kills
0: people. <laughs> like maybe uh they they might be able to write their way out of it with some kind of robots or these are clones or these are um you I mean you're fighting some kind of thing that is not humanoid-esque with blood, gall- buckets of blood. Glut- Look, if you want to have him fight going in going
2: Sentinels, out. fine. But at some point, that dude's going to have to fight other mutants, and that rarely ends in anyone other being a bloody mess at the end.
0: They could all be mutants that um maybe when he he kills them they kind of like you know video games always write that thing where like oh I created the clone army right yeah and now you have to fight the clone maybe they're just mutants that disappear after you kind of uh, uh, decapitate them and digitize in some way there's some kind of computer lord that made these enemies oh yeah no they, no they all, they all went out. into
2: arcades funhouse so nothing matters great Uh yeah we'll see I,
0: I'm kind of excited about it I hope I hope they do write by Wolverine a, a beloved character. Uh, do you, it's Spider-Man. Kind of, um, Wolverine was the the it thing for a long time. and I think in the Spider-Man, 90s, definitely, yeah. And Spider-Man took that mantle in in a way that was interesting. But now, Disney, go ahead, do whatever you need to do. Yes, Disney Disney's license. Wolverine,
2: ultra-violent, bloody mess.
0: That's right. Disney will appreciate it. I'm sure they will. Uh... Brad, do you think this game gets M when it comes out? Probably. You do. Okay. It feels it feels like it would be too compromised if it didn't. it would be a curious decision. Like I feel like, um. I feel like that's not where the Marvel, the where Disney wants the Marvel stuff, especially on this big budget of a thing. You know, like I'm sure this Insomniac game is going to be a, a a marquee piece. But yeah, at the so same time, we'll
2: be, when is that? We we don't we like we're at least two or three years away from them doing anything with X Men in the movies. So
1: yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, Insomniac's Spider Man, the first one was T. Yeah, previous it felt like it. Prev-
2: it felt like a T rated Pre- game.
1: Previous Spider Men have been E. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't know how much people care about ratings at this point or how much Disney cares about that sort of thing, but like yeah. Well Wolverine. I think for
0: promotion wise, it's I think when you're an M, your distribution and your promotion is much different. Yeah.
1: Wolverine obviously one of the darker characters, right? There
0: there are different Around. versions. I mean there
1: are like I mean, none of the he does he doesn't seem like the nicest guy.
0: Well, like those, A- those X Men movies are not R, right? No, uh, but that's the thing is no. that they
2: mostly avoid, well, right. I, Logan was, I, I think Logan was rated R and that, that one did have a different vibe <laughs> to the violence even than just even yeah. just the, the tone of the story. Um, But that's the thing is that like those movies, like you said, those that are PG-13 and when he does stab people, you don't see a lot of blood.
0: <laughs> it's like a cutaway, right? Like you, you get the like- There's quick, a couple like, of
2: shots of him like just straight up shanking a guy, but then you never yeah. see a single
0: blood drop.
1: Oh, don't worry. The adamantium cauterizes wounds on contact. It's it's crazy.
0: Oh, okay. You'd never, you he... never believe it. Hot claws. Uh, right, yeah. Don't worry. Maybe, yeah. All right, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, a lot of questions with this one, obviously. Yeah. And like, we won't uh, have like, any like,
2: answers for that one for a while.
0: Is he alone? Yeah. Is this part of the X-Men? Is this like, is he, Is I mean, he's got a million times where he's not in the X-Men. So I, I think like this you. is how you
1: dip
2: your toe into getting into a broader X-Men thing.
1: Not even, um, so... Spider-Man 2 was announced for 2023, right? Which, like, feels weird oh, as Oh, yeah, hell. that
0: was the one with the, the far-off date, yes. It feels yes.
1: weird as hell to say that number out loud. Was it? But, like, it? yes, I believe that's the case. Like, I don't have it in front of me, but I... Am... I'll put money on it. Would you
2: Fight believe me. that just typing in Spider-Man 2 game does not get you the thing <laughs> that you're looking for?
1: Fight me.
0: Oh, no, I believe it. I will...
1: Let's just assume. anyway, the point yeah. being Spider-Man 2 got a date and Wolverine did not. So like, I think yeah. you, can infer, you, you can infer that Wolverine is pretty far away.
2: Also, you're right. Yes, it is 2023. Also, right. we should say Tony Todd do, uh, is apparently doing the. Doing the voice of venom.
0: Okay. Uh, who's Tony Todd?
2: He is the original actor from Candyman. He is the mortuary home guy in all the Final Destination movies. Oh,
0: okay, right. You yeah,
1: mentioned that during the... The guy from The, the uh, Rock who yes. says,
2: I don't like soft-ass shit. Okay. He
1: plays Candyman?
2: Yes, he is the Candyman in the nope. first Candyman uh, movies.
0: Damn it, you said... God damn it, stop saying yeah, it. Stop it. You're gonna Now you have your new show title. Uh, we're all dead because Alex said the... <laughs> Look, if <laughs> I say Candyman Seamer. enough times and
2: Tony Todd shows up behind me, I'm stoked because Tony Todd's great.
0: I don't know. That was, uh, anybody shows up behind me, I'm going to be a little freaked out. This is my basement. Uh the um that Venom movie is this year, right?
2: Uh I'm uh, pretty sure it still is. I mean, some stuff's moving around, but I well, actually, did they move that? That's Ooh. like in
0: a whole other universe, too, right? That's like in the Marvel like uh, would we say that's right even on the separate iPod? from the other
2: spider-man yes. stuff yes is
0: that there, there's the marvel universe and then there's other right and i think that's yes. in the other bucket yes
1: D- disney the marvel site refers to movies not entirely under their control as <laughs> other movies right other movies it is uh, out whoa, october
2: 1st f- and it is a sony the, production
1: yeah yeah it is out this year. what the hell andy circus is directing that Weird. yes he is huh okay
0: i mean it's venom and carnage the <laughs> it's a it's carnage CG played by CG. woody
2: harrelson
0: Oh Yeah, that's uh, that's, uh, that's a thing. All right.
1: That's interesting. Uh,
0: It's overtime at the oxygen bar. Sure. Uh,
1: That's right up there with, oh my God, why am I blanking on? um, Oh, Thomas Hayden Church playing Sandman (laughs) in Spider-Man 3. That's right up there with that.
2: You know, that's actually not terrible casting, but also that movie had a lot of
1: problems. It worked out, I think, okay. Yeah. But just, you know, on its face a little weird uh
0: our last story here uh um sony back at it again sony at it again Uh, watch out sony what what is this one all about
1: just killing everybody's dreams left and right Um, they killed
0: dreams well not dreams but another media molecule uh excursion
1: nice good that's good work
0: uh they're
1: shutting down all the old little big planet servers oh Outside of Little Big Planet three on PS four specifically, Little Big Planet three for PS 3s servers will be going down. Huh. Um, they're citing a bunch of security concerns. They have been the servers have been DDoS'd a bunch, mm-hmm. and there were some other security exploits that people were exploiting. So they've been down for a while anyway. But now they've announced they are permanently keeping them offline. Um, it's a little less dramatic than it sounds. Because all of the content for every little big planet to date still lives on those PS4 servers for three. Oh, okay. Oh. Does that make sense? Yes. LBP3 on the PS4 can uh. still play any of the UGC from the previous LBP games. <laughs> gotcha. Got um, yeah. So it's like it's, it's less ruinous to like that history of created material than it sounds because for now it's still there.
0: But get ready. But-
1: but now we're down, yeah, now we're down to a single point of failure where now, now there is only one game left supporting years and years of stuff people have made. And, like, I don't know what you guys' memory of Little Big Planet is, but, like, to me, that was the game that ushered in, like, the idea of user, user-created content, right?
2: Oh, totally. Like, and, unfortunately, it was in service of a game that never quite felt great.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's... But the I, tools I, that, were always
2: really interesting.
1: It had charm. Yeah. Yes. It had a lot of charm that made up for some of its maybe mechanical shortcomings.
0: Yes. Uh, when I, uh, my, my kids play that Sackboy game mm-hmm. a lot, and I, I always mistakenly call it Little Big Planet. And they're like, what are you even talking about? And oh, I'm like, right. God, and I'm I like, forgot
1: they sp- spun off Sackboy yeah. games. And I'm
0: like, oh my gosh, you've got, like, it is the Sackboy is from Little Big Planet. And they're like, Dad, the game's called Sackboys adventure. And I'm like, all yeah. right, well, you're wrong. I'm right. Yeah, it just the story just like took me
1: back to that time of remembering, like kind of what a big deal it was when that game came out. Yeah, because it wasn't so much about the game; it was about somebody making Geometry Wars in that game, right? (laughs) Like a working calculator. Like it's you know it's it's a preservationist argument, right? Of like that's a ton of content, a ton of work that people did, and someday it may not be accessible anymore.
0: What do you you think? I would like to know if anybody. I don't know how you communicate this to us, but I would like to know um, what happens when those things go offline. Like, is, is there a, is there inside, is there a big archiving project that this thing gets put onto? What were those? Those a hundred year discs. What are the, the, oh, the fir- M disc? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a Thou- thousand year disc, thousand year disc. Are they, are they archiving all of that stuff? Is it, is the computer, is it all like shut them all down how many copies of that server and all the data are consolidated into one thing is there just a rack that is somewhere like
1: every story i have ever heard from anybody who has worked in a situation like that suggests to me that nobody does literally anything more than they are absolutely required to do
0: (laughs) i mean it's probably a in a it's probably not in a room somewhere right it's a distributed server across whatever the data is but like is there is there going to be like a Western Digital My Book that has a like a sticky on it that says, you know, little big planet server, do not delete? Like
1: what? Yeah, it's tough to say. I mean, there's so many stories out there of developers talking about work being lost over the years, source mm-hmm. code being gone or corrupted, stuff like that. Like there is unless unless there is a very concerted effort to preserve it. Yeah, it often doesn't get preserved, and for something like this, where you need a bunch of proprietary tools in place to access it potentially. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. there's a way to scrape this data. I don't know.
0: It's probably a bunch full of security risks to like user information and creation dates and, and account information. Yeah. Too. Keeping yeah. that stuff it's, in an
2: online space is maybe like a dicey proposition.
1: It, it's tough to say. I mean, you see people, you remember when they were going to shut down the PS3 and Vita stores and people got mad and they decided not to, but like people have scraped all that stuff, like yeah. the patches, the downloads, all of that stuff has been preserved by, by third party preservationists. But I don't think they. I don't think they ever put out like an API for Little Big Planet, right? That would let you download all that UGC by yourself, so right? At some point, I don't know. I don't know if it does just become inaccessible. And it it's, is a thing it's, that it's does only...
2: require a certain software to get to any of it. Like you that's, know, that that's stuff what has I to be supported.
1: Yeah, that, that's what yeah. I meant. As soon as either that game stops working or those servers go down, like that, that's it. Yeah, potentially.
0: So, so somewhere so. in the future, there'll be like a private land where somebody's like, I got the. You, I have the little big planet server. You want to go back and play Geometry Wars? I've got it hooked up. It's my time to do it, and you have to go to somebody's house and plug in VPN should, into the server. Yeah,
1: I should I should know better. If 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 somebody wants, if if it is, if there is a desire for it to be done, someone on the internet <laughs> will figure out how to do it, like the, without fail. I mean, we were it's just talking together. in our
2: Discord recently about the Matrix Online around all this Matrix stuff, and yeah, lo and behold, there is someone out there trying to recreate the Matrix Online on bootleg servers because oh sure yeah
0: well somebody has recreated all of little big planet one two and three and the server in dreams at this point uh, on all, all the content yeah yes, it's, for sure <laughs> a working and a working uh ps1 um well that is gonna do it for this week's news what a show folks mm-hmm.
1: that's right wow death loop play death loop
0: play death loop uh, de- play death loop pretty good or or if you're on xbox game pass uh and in that system
1: that's mm, sorry i didn't think about that
0: yeah that's that's a that's a little tougher uh, some people are definitely gonna be pretty cheesed i think being like this everybody's saying this game is awesome i have this really nice xbox series x here yeah. and i gotta wait a year i'm cheesed yeah. look i'm and telling I, those people
2: right now play death loop in 2022 uh, well,
0: I bet they uh well, hey, you
1: know what they'll play it for uh for free on their game pass yes switcher, exactly so. yeah who's winning yeah, in it's, the end it, there
0: it's a heck of a game, um, and I, I would understand that kind of um, wanting to get in there. It's, it's pretty good, though. Uh, play some Deathloop. And then um, uh, WarioWare and Lost in Random. It's going to be up to y'all. <laughs> That's a, can't, play WarioWare on your own. Hmm. Okay. Uh, get it. Do not solo. get it together. Oh, okay. Ah, you know, listen, listen. I would play WarioWare with you guys. I would like to see coming at it if we would experience these same kind of frustrations together, the three of us, uh, or at least you know one at a time because it's only two player. Um,
2: you really want to? I really want to drive game. a wedge in this professional relationship, huh? All right. I, I'm curious.
0: Maybe in like that environment, there's like a fun, a fun. Like, would I want to play WarioWare or Get it together with Dan Reichert? Like that to me is the question. Like, could it be? I mean, he is competitive and fun in a way that seems like, I don't know, that might be fun in a way, or would I wind up being like, okay, you lost that thing, now I have to, you have to eat the back of your pants uh, and, you know, uh, uh, tie shoelaces around your fingers and you guys met Dan, right? I mean,
2: I just do that anyway.
0: Like like I
1: said, he very forcibly entered my death loop game the other night Mm -hmm. and
0: tied my shoelaces together. (laughs) There you go. So... Uh, that's going to do it for this week's show. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and thanks for supporting us. Of course, if you would like to go support us, you can. There are multiple ways. One of those ways is to just enjoy what we're doing. You can watch our streams on the Twitch. You can watch our archives on YouTube. They go a little bit later. You can also go help us out on our Patreon. We can't do this without you. We can't. You make this all possible. Your funds. None of this would happen. Your financial backing uh, lets us do this and many other things. So thank you so much. If you'd like to support us and keep us going, you can do that over at patreon.com slash nextlander. We've got a bunch of tiers there, uh, different uh, strokes for different folks. We try to keep most every stream we do, uh, the content we make free, uh, but we do have some fun little goodies there for the different rewards on the tiers. So thanks everybody for supporting us there as well. And one of those reward tiers for the mysterious benefactor tier, mm-hmm. benefactor tier, is to have your name called mm. out on this here show, this here podcast. And
2: Alex, yes,
0: you're gonna you're gonna take it away this week.
2: Indeed, these are our mysterious benefactors for the week of 9-15-2021 and they include Rob M, Nelson LeBlanc, James Smith, Skywarp, G Chap. Jay Lanier Brian D John Hubbard Sean Miller Jack Einecker Malone Hart Nick Donegan Evan Cook Mark Wilhelm JM Ben Murden Jerry Lee Gary Pesky Matt Conrad Kuzman Robert Fisher Joseph Regan John McInnes The Bunny Fiend Casey Shaughnessy John B Peter Reardon Thomas Lin Steven Yulikovic Jad Rita Statics, Robo Andrew Jackson Bacon Monk Chris Barkhurst Ninja Ducky Anders Buge Devin Maestro Hall Brian Murphy Trevor and Adrian R Blood Emblem Kevin Velato, Randy Duax Mark Allenbach Aaron Gonzalez Beer Andrew Teepkin it's me, JP, Edward Chick, Andrew Slosky, Steve Lynn, Richard Welsh, AKA Hired Noobs, Matthew Herrig, Adam Bilo, Rick Button, and Tyler Treese.
0: And thank you to everybody uh, who has supported us, whether you're in the Patreon or just giving us those good vibes out there. Uh, we do appreciate it. And again, can't do it without you. Yeah. You know? Yeah that's true you. It's thank it's you true. all it's a, tr- it's a it's a yeah. true thi- it's a true thing yeah. and uh we're continuing to to kind of go through here we are i think in month three nearing the end yeah, of month yeah. three here um more stuff uh, on the way and uh more more goodies uh to be had as we kind of figure out the next land for oh, next sure. lander uh, as as we go so uh stay tuned for that stuff we're gonna have a um uh, pretty soon we're gonna have a new post um going up for some new show ideas we're going to kick off soon. So that yeah. should be uh, coming out your way. Keep an eye on that. We're going to be finishing up. Well, not finishing up, but we're going to be playing more of Ripper. We'll finish uh, it eventually. motion video game. We'll finish it eventually, but um, we're going to be playing more of that this week. Alex, you and I are going to jump into some Life is Strange. True Colors? True Colors. That yes. we on that one. Uh, so you can check that out. That's going to be on Thursday morning. And then Friday is our Friday fun stream. Our way to kind of glide into the weekend. Hopefully have a sponge right in the middle. That's mister. She's sitting here. What's up, mister? Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll check out something on there. TBD on that front. Thanks again, everybody. Thank you, Alex. Thank you. Thank you, Brad. Thank you. And uh, thanks everybody for listening, and we'll be back next week.